Material Components Episode 84 Upon His Crimson Throne Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. Good to, <laughs> good to be here. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Oh, sure. These are new character voices. Uh, oh boy. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> Red, no, I refuse. They're pre-installed and ready for you to hate immediately. I'm cherished. <laughs> I'm gruel. <laughs> oh lord. Somehow the Tempest Rest Valley I'm... has spilled into the Staten Island. <laughs> hey, forget about it. Oh wow. This is the best intro I've ever done. Um, who are we I guys? Complete, I completely normally... <laughs> I'm Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. Uh, I'm Elliot, and I'm playing Cherish, who also has a pretty normal voice and is a sorcerer. Uh, I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight Half Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Normal Indeed. Hobgoblin Warlock. And of course, before we begin today's session, I would of course like to ask the question that I ask every time, and that is, do you remember what happened last time? Blood War! Oh. I mean, not I specific, mean, I mean, talking about the blood war. Happening in the background. It's the I'm talking setting, big picture this, here. I'm talking big dressing. picture. Yeah. It was uh, a bottle episode. Uh, it was obligatory blood war, but yes, it's also just in the distance more of a blood war. Blood <laughs> 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 blood war. Yeah. Did somebody say something about a blood war? Blood war. Um I there was a lot of info that was thrown our way. Uh last time was the info dump. No. Last time was theory no. crafting uh slash conspiracy theories. Um, the episode. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, all sorts of things were the threadless, the threadless join Q anon. Yeah. Oh, don't true. even joke. Joke. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. I yeah, I know. I felt bad as soon as I said it. I'm sorry. And now we have to start the podcast over. <laughs> but yes. Uh, yeah, re-recording this intro. What after that really good intro though? After the meeting between y'all and the heads of the Jarashir, you yes. took all of the information you had gleaned over the last few days and began working up some theories about just what the heck is going on around here. So much. And whether or not you are close to the truth remains to be seen. You are missing some key pieces of information, uh, including, but not limited to, the exact nature of the goals of the cult of Dahaka, those heretics uh, from the viewpoint of the Jarashir, and the, those assholes from the viewpoint of everybody else, yeah. who yeah, have been that's... really messing with your shit this entire campaign. Yeah, and 
discovering the cult's intentions was really the mission we were assigned to do, but have just been kind of putting off for about, oh, I don't know how many episodes we've been going on 80, now, 84. but this will be 84. 84 yeah. Okay. So yeah, that long. Um, but Hey, better late than never. We'll get to it. I'm sure. Yeah. Or not. Um, saving the world better late than never. Either way is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Either way is good. But yes, uh, you had some frank conversations about everyone's connections to the Outer Gate and how it could possibly be more connected to literally everything than you perhaps at first suspected. Mm-hmm. There were some uh, very interesting moments about how it may be more deeply connected to Grawl specifically than uh, some might have otherwise thought, especially where... Mott's connection to the gods and triplicate may be concerned. Huh, weird. Why is any of that last session, or is this a, oh, Grawl knows this, but we do not? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I'll share it with everyone at some point when we're not surrounded by everyone. That's what he's said for 50 episodes about so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Whatever I haven't shared... Whatever I haven't shared, I've forgotten it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Luck- luckily, this isn't relevant at all to, you know, yeah. larger plot things. Yeah, it's no. a Calkins pack situation. It's fine. Yep. Doesn't affect anybody. But uh, after that, homes. and talking about the possibilities of certain archdevils running amok in the skins of their daughters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that sentence. It's a bad sentence. That's it's a bad a one. Bad it's a pretty, one. pretty bad one. You, of course, were reunited with your good, good friend Valor, uh, having mm-hmm. been brought back by Camion, and you had Who a... I almost immediately had to drag for filth. <laughs> almost? <laughs> I think we got like a good two minutes <laughs> mm-hmm. of me not dragging him yeah. for filth and then it just sort of had to happen Cherish had the safety gloves on for that yeah. for sure yeah. just ripped him right off Yeah, but yes you had before that you did have a pretty good conversation with Valor about the tactical situation here at the mm-hmm. warfront about how mm-hmm. Amberfell Mine is uh Nearly inaccessible by brute strength, but perhaps a small tactical team could circle around. You sort of came to the conclusion that perhaps pushing northward into the foothills above the swamp, away from the immediate battlegrounds, that you might have a better chance of finding some back door, if you will, into the mines proper, and then find your way down into... The area where the realm scar may be, because your companion Camion can, of course, detect portals from a range mm-hmm. of about a mile, which is super useful. It is. How do that? Be- yes, it is. Because only, ranger powers. Only we were traveling okay. with them the whole time. Yeah, I mean, yes. Is is Camion a custom subclass uh, that you have created, or nope. or are they they're a Horizon Walker, or mm-hmm. yeah? Oh, cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Nope. None of the MPs, none of the threadless are custom except for Talila. Talila yeah, yeah. is yeah. a golem savant. She's very custom. She's very custom. That subclass <laughs> is bonkers. Um, 
But leastways, after that, you had come to the realization that perhaps uh, organizing an all-out assault on the mines might not be in your best interest, because in doing so, you might provoke a a sweltering counterattack of demons that may make infiltrating the mine all the more difficult. Yeah. So the plan as it stands right now, and correct me if I'm wrong, you had decided that... At some point in the near future, after coordinating the devils and the Jarashir perhaps a little bit more than they had been already, you were going to take a small tactical team northward into the foothills, circle around, attempt to find some entrance into Amberfell Mine, and find the Realm Scar there and close it down. Yeah. Sounds about right. In the meanwhile, you have given yourself a little bit of time to... Uh, recoup and recover and maybe get some supplies that could help you on your way as you learned that there is a strong likelihood that the Realm Scar itself may in fact be underwater. Somewhere within the mines, anyway. Yeah, which is potentially a, a problem. Yes. It seemed like a likely scenario given that the whole area around the mine is flooded. It's swampy, yeah. But uh, in the meanwhile, your good, good friend Valor has, of course, gone off to consult with said devils and attempt to find out the any information he might be able to find about the goings-on of... Remember that group of assholes? That cult that you've uh, been trying to track down? Well, they're around here somewhere. This mm. you know. Somewhere. They gotta be. Well, you've had Wasn't there... that they're around. Did we get... A report that they were... Something was happening in Amberfell itself, not necessarily the Amberfell mines. Did we get any confirmation as to what that was? You don't know yet, and that's part of what Valor is off doing right now. Is Okay, cool. Uh, apparently there was a scouting team by, sent by the Devils that went down onto Amberfell, and they were the the crack team, the H team, if you will. Uh, <laughs> they they went down there and they never came back. So we don't, really don't know what happened down in Amberfell. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> they, they probably they, they probably framed. had framed. For yeah, for a crime yeah. they didn't commit. Probably more than likely, almost definitely. They are from almost hell, so <laughs> odds are good. <laughs> no, they actually did it. Yeah, no, <laughs> if they're in hell. They I did was going to say odds are good. Yeah. They. Committed yeah. the crime. <laughs> yeah. Susan's just chilling. Though, though technically only one third of them is actually from hell. True enough. That's what makes them such uh, a ragtag. Anger Shanks did it. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. To find out more about that scouting team, you should go listen to our H team one shot. Leastways, after you had learned all of this and Valor had departed, there was a, a brief. Brouhaha, as Cherish let on more of what their initial conversation was with uh, the two tieflings upon your first arrival. Mm-hmm. The reactions to that information were varied. Yep. With Camion having stormed off, with Valor, well, not being there to defend himself, and with Judah, uh, Defending Valor's intent, if not his uh, actual actions. Which didn't make me feel very good. No, 
Well, or ch- well, it did make Cherished feel very good, and me not feel very good by proxy because I'm Cherished, I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Elliot, by the way, you need to make me a a, a revamping of that. Not all devils, but definitely this fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that I can use it because it's very useful for Tirza. <laughs> But in the meanwhile, while you wait for Valor's return and some information and the coming of the dawn that will will not come because of the strange oil-slick sky that rests above this battlefield, but 6 a.m. is inevitable. And yeah. it is on that appointed hour that a strange pulsing that seems to be in time with the ritual work of the old mage will course across this area of the world and attempt to swallow you whole. Um, 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 um. It has already taken one of your companions once and you've had a couple of close calls elsewise. (laughs) Should we just be in uh, Duskwalker Inc. while that happens? Will that help? Can we go into Duskwalker and go in through one door and then have him open a different door somewhere else? He'd probably charge us extra for that. How much does it cost? Can we get straight to Amberfell? Can we cheat? You do not know. Let's find out. One thing to ask, I suppose. So, yeah. But, of course, you... Grawl, specifically. Upon going to sleep... Had some questions for your good, good friend and eldritch patron, Mott. Good, good friend is uh, is an interesting uh, way of putting it. I I would Thanks. say workplace associate. Proximity <laughs> associate. Yeah. yeah. Well, leastways, your... you got some of those questions answered. You learned what your new runes did. Mm-hmm. Which are very good, by the way. Very good. Very good. Uh, which I have a bit of a, a caveat on the rules for those, by the way, just so we can lay it all out in uh, w- rules text, if you will. Okay. Stuff that, for me to ignore. Perfect. Or forget about. <laughs> well, you can do that, or you could just take the writing I'm about to send to you that's going to have all of these things written down and apply it to your some kind of cheat sheet. It's a, like an ultimate cheat sheet. <laughs> oh, okay, Like okay. the best. <laughs> How many pages long is your cheat sheet at this point? Uh... Uh, 13. <laughs> 13 pages? Yes. Because I have every single one of my spells on I don't, know if that's, the f- I don't know if that's a cheat sheet, my dude. <laughs> it's very big text. It's more like the Ultimate Grawl pamphlet. Um, yeah. <laughs> it needs more pictures, honestly. But yes, and just for section. our listeners, um, you can choose to succeed a saving throw once per day. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you succeed a saving throw by more than 10 and an ally within 30 feet fails a saving throw, you can instead choose to have them succeed their saving throw. Hell. If I, but the other question is, if I choose to make them save, what happens to my save? I mean, again, it assumes that you've already made your save by over 10. Okay. Gotcha. I'm just I'm just making sure I'm not just like just directly transferring that to them nope. and I don't get mine. Cool. Again, as awesome. as it is written, it is if you succeed a saving throw by more than ten and an ally within thirty feet of you fails their saving throw, you can choose to have them succeed instead. 
Perfect. That is from the inevitable runes. Doesn't mean I want to use it on you. You you chuckled. <laughs> Chuckles. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna forget about it. Maybe if I do oh, use I'll it, I'll remember I that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, hey Reed, remember that thing? But of course, at the very end of last session, there were some very interesting things learned about Mott's whole situation and tangentially things to do with, well, a lot of stuff. Uh, do you remember what uh, it was you learned, Reed? Uh, learned a large uh, swath of information about the creatures known as the Yith, mm. um, the time and space faring uh, race that body swaps to avoid uh, their own extinction, constantly gathering information and building a a library of infinite knowledge. All true things. And there were a couple of disturbing implications from that information. Do you remember what the last of those was? It depends. Maybe. I don't know. The one to do with the old mage? No, all I can think of is, is Finebrook, because he is the, the point of my hate. Well, Finebrook but... has something to do with this. The information the old mage gave you about Finebrook indicated that he was a member of this cult, this faction of individuals who serve the Yith. And that the Yith are responsible for stealing knowledge. Knowledge mm -hmm. that is lost within the valley. That the reason people can't remember or have knowledge about what came before the valley is because it was stolen. Now, what has happened every time Grawl has gone looking for information about that particular period of time in the archive... It's not there. Yeah. It seems as though there might be some inconsistencies where that story is concerned. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The old mage isn't being honest. Right? I mean, it's, right, it's that thing. Like, Weird. Does she, does she not? I mean, is she just being dishonest or does she just legitimately not know? Hard to tell. Yeah, but at the same time, I... 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 <sighs> The player did research on things, and there's no way for Grawl to have that information, so I will not uh. spread that. So <laughs> we will not start creating like theory crafting on information we absolutely do not have. So, okay. yeah. But you have those disquieting revelations while researching the Yith. What you also have is a absolutely failed sanity check as you read upon <laughs> these horrific creatures that body swap through time and space to steal knowledge. Fuck. Now, or before we it. started playing, I had Reed roll some percentile dice and a duration die to figure out precisely what and how long uh, this incurred brief, well, not brief, it's a long-term madness that you have acquired. So. Hit me. You rolled a Let's d10 for the duration, and you rolled a 10. Mm -hmm. 
Of course he did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this will last 100 hours. Oh. Now the percentile that you rolled was a three. And <laughs> as per the long-term madness table in the DM's guide, a 3% says the character feels compelled to repeat a specific activity over and over, such as washing hands, touching things, praying, or counting coins. So I will leave that to you. What small, minuscule task is Grawl compelled to do over and over and over again for the next 100 hours? Well, I would normally say eat, but that's too fun and I don't want to make that sad. Um, uh, I would say, or maybe he's got some sort of like spinner that he's got in his hand, just spins it endlessly. Some sort of fidget spinner. I won't do that to you guys. Maybe flipping a coin over and over and over again. Mm. Um, yeah, he'll, um, I do this thing when I'm nervous, which is like, I, I, I like, roll my thumb over all of my fingers a bunch and just like convulsively like not necessarily like right like wring his hands together but Mm -hmm. he'll just kind of like fidget with his fingers and like make sure he counts all of them make sure they're all there okay so grawl has developed that nervous tick for the next 100 hours uh (laughs) roughly four days um and it will give you disadvantage on all of your charisma-based skill checks for that period of time as well. So intimidation, persuasion. All of my fun warlock stuff. Yay! I said just skill checks, not necessarily I know. checks total. That's, that's, that's what I'm good at. I know. Though. Well, Except for when I'm not, which is most of the time. <laughs> Fortunately, literally everybody else in the party has a fairly high charisma. Yeah. So yes, you wake up with that tick as everyone else is rousing. Judah having awoken precisely at 5 a.m. to wake everybody up. Because you know in less than an hour, another (gasps) pulse will occur from the abyssal mire to the south. Well. Did uh, Judah wake us up? Yes. Okay. Morning. Mm. If we're up before uh, quite a while before and needless to say you've all received a long rest yeah finally thank you oh boy um, so what are you doing what do you guys think should we go to omataps during that exact time, would that help? Do you guys think that would help? Might it would be maybe useful to try. I mean, I have an idea. I don't know if it's going to work, but we can try it. What do you maybe think, we just... What is your idea? I, I, well, I mean probably best to discuss it before we go in because once we go in, that's kind of how the plan works. What if we just thinking here mm-hmm. Omateps, you go in through a random door, right? Right. You just go in through a random door that Alexander shows up, you go in, right? Mm. Can we leave the same 
way, as in like go out any random door? I mean, so you're saying we go in one door and go out a completely separate door in a completely separate place in the valley. Right. What if we knew where the door was going? What if we just skipped right to Amberfell or a door somewhere close? I mean, right, we'll have to ask him if he has any kind of door like that. Right, I'm sharing with everyone a possible idea before we go in there. I mean, yeah, if he has a magic door that we can all get through, that would be great. The one thing about that, though, is Mm -hmm. that the way that we get doors to appear is by performing a ritual. So, I mean, maybe he has a way around it, but, you know, that's... Magic. Had, yeah, magic is the way, yeah. But um, without, perhaps, without that ritual being performed in the location we want to appear, it might not be possible. I don't know. Um, magic is not really my thing, so... As we've established, Cherish is the only one who knows... Anything even anything. sort of about magic. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you say I mean, to the warlock. <clears throat> he doesn't know shit about magic. I Does Grawl know about... I'm also a spellcaster, and I don't know I shit about magic. I understand how warlock stuff works, and that's about it. What you ask, Mott, pretty please? Can I have it? Can I have it, Mott? Can I have it? I'm not talking to Sid for the rest of the day. <laughs> I won't notice a difference. That's um, exactly the same. <laughs> like a child asking their father figure for sugar. Mm-hmm. A sort of sugar daddy situation. If, if you will, some sort of sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> He's not sweet um, enough for that. I mean, we should wait for Valor to get here so that we're not splitting up and leaving him. So I don't know when he's going to get here, if that will give us enough time to go to do the ritual and get to the door. Pretty silently, Camion will stand up and move over to the tent flap and throw it aside. And you can see, standing outside, sort of leaning on a motorcycle, Valor will just jump and look as the tent flap is thrown open. And Camion will let out a sigh. Okay. Was he listening? Like, was he just sitting out there waiting? He might have been trying to look cool, because that, that's what I would do. And he'll say, I was I uh, was waiting for you all to um, wake up. I brought um, a, a breakfast food. I couldn't find any eggs like you wanted, Grawl, but uh, there was some bacon. That's even better. I appreciate you. And he'll oh. like, reach down and pick up what looks like a big picnic basket full of what looks like a bunch of apples and some rations of bacon. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that what? That's Did I not say that? No, okay. that's, that's fine. Oh, okay. Before we do anything, I have a question. Who here has magical weapons again? Does that count as magical? Judo. I can make mine. Yeah. For, for the listeners at home, Crawl is. Right. <laughs> According to I was my, looking yeah, away my turn. 
<laughs> Who wants to kill the lesser? I guess that's my real question. What you're offering? Oh. Tears like hands immediately shoots God. up. Like your hand was up before she said the lesser. <laughs> the le- uh, we'll say if it helps, my key allows me to punch ghosts. Pretty good. Keep him away from my blood specters. That's the greatest sentence I've ever my entire life. Thank you, Judah. <laughs> You're welcome, Sid. Camion will say that their weapons are magical and as will Valor. With a flick of his wrist, you'll see. While he's wearing a long sword on his belt, he conjures a spear out of fire into his hand. Nice. Right? Uh, Wouldn't killing the lesser just send the lesser back to where he came from? Yes, and I'm going to send him with a message. Oh. Okay. And then I'm not going to summon him again. As Tirza is losing her shit. <laughs> like, I'll make I'll make a performance roll to try to have Tirza keep her shit together and not be too obviously overjoyed by this. Make a deception check. Oh no. That's the <laughs> one I'm really It's <laughs> the one charisma roll I'm bad at. Oh, but not that bad. 21. Cool. <laughs> Just quietly pleased with herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, my insight roll wasn't that good, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd have plenty of volunteers. Camion would definitely be down to do that sort of thing. Valor is confused because he doesn't know who the lesser is. Mm. Fine. It's a name. long story. He's an imp. It's a long story. All right. I... Is there any particular reason you need to kill an imp? Um, well, he works for the Lady of the Six. Gracia. Why did you say it out loud? You. I've been trying not to say the ones out loud. Why? I read in a book that it's a bad idea. Uh, oh. Um, all right. But if nothing bad's going to happen, then... Usually okay. with the with the Archdevils, their names get around, so... Sometimes with more reclusive devils that they can hear their name being said, but uh, with the Archdevils, usually they are well-known enough that it's like if a thousand people shouted your name in a field and you'd have to pick out which one... Is exactly the mm. one who was calling you in that moment. I, I mean, mean, they're Archdevils, so they might be able to, but I, in yeah. my experience, I've never had any of them just... I mean, they can't just pop up. That's not how... They can't do that. Are you sure? We're on. We're still on the material plane, as far as I know, yes? Yes. Then no, they they can't do that. Then maybe my father isn't evil, Cherish. Hmm. That's not to say that someone... Wait, what? Oh, oh, we had... After you left, I had sort of a... 
a theory crafting breakdown a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think my father might be might have disguised himself as me. I think maybe he and Washington have been working together. That is the r- current running theory, yes. So, yeah. I, the other, that could have been mm-hmm. the Lord of Kenya. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's distinctly possible. I see. Mm-hmm. All right. You did kiss her, didn't you? I, no. What? Okay. Sid laughs out loud. <laughs> <laughs> how sweaty how uh, sweaty is valor right now is he looking up a lot is he touching his face i mean insight was... check yeah insight. <laughs> i'm doing it i'm doing this insight check i know he's not good at lying that's not a good roll 15 19 5 <laughs> he's so bad at lying it's not even funny 21 you don't know if, like, it was literally a kiss, but clearly something happened. And Knew it! I fucking called that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no wonder she convinced him. Uh, mm. <laughs> kind of get real, real close on that, uh, that their, uh, that motorcycle. Yeah, you don't know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's it's someplace, but uh, I think the imp has been feeding Glacia information, um, and anyway, I hate him and I want to kill him. I want him dead. I suppose. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, that would. Certainly send the message. Do we want to give him a literal message or is killing oh, him the message? Oh, yeah, I have something I'm going to say. So, like, everyone uh, cool. stay frosty. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't ruin the surprise. Oh, I'll, I'll, all right. Um, are, we, are we doing this here? Oh. Pan oh. over to tears of doing toe touches. Full <laughs> 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 <Old> calisthenics. <laughs> Uh, is this a before or after breakfast thing? I'm just. Oh, good question. Yeah. And how about a during breakfast? Oh, okay. Breakfast on a show. In Got the it. Tent? Hmm. Can do it outside. No. Valor, Valor brought breakfast. Yeah. yeah. We oh, just do yeah. over here. Yeah. You sure. brought enough for me. Everyone start with you. <laughs> Make sure you all get a hit in. I guess. I'm not kicking. If you want. I, I just tier- my spells are mostly fire, so I can't really do a ton of damage. Camion will pull up their axe. Nice. I mean, this is this is just the lesser. I don't think we have to like all prepare an attack for when when they appear. You know what I mean? What What if he got we a don't- promotion? What if he's not the lesser anymore? He can't get a promotion in the weird. Um, pocket dimension he lives in when he's not here. Oh, cool. I don't think. It's fine. I'm going to kick him then. Camion will definitely shoot you a concerned look, Cherish. And they will say, 
Remember what I said before. I don't know if this thing, the lesser, is actually an imp. I mean, that's... I mean, that's mostly why I said stay frosty. I'll put down my bag of eggs. My basket of eggs and bacon. It's just apples and bacon. No eggs. I thought those Ooh. eggs looked funny. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're tree eggs. <laughs> what are apples sure. but eggs of the trees? Technically. All right. All right. The, the theories go deeper than I thought. So, you are summoning the lesser right now? Really fast, I'd like to make my weapon magical. Oh, I'm gonna okay. do that. Boom. It's done. I did it. Done is done. Because our tent is kind of like, it's not like in the middle of everyone's tents, right? No. Yeah. So you're doing yeah, this? Yeah, just like have everyone circle up uh, and I'll <laughs> summon him in the middle of this this uh, murder circle. <laughs> It's a mosh pit. So who's helping murder this imp besides Tirza and Camion? Uh, I don't think I need to help on this. Okay. I mean... I mean, I'll be there, I guess, if need be, but I don't... I don't think my services are going to be required. But as opposed to, like, Tirza and Camion who have their weapons drawn, ready to stab, slash, and hack at whatever appears here... You're not necessarily like getting ready with storm here. Oh to... no! I'm gonna have it, but like, but yeah, I'm not like drawing it ready to go. Rosa is attempting to be very casual about having the magic sword out. Okay. The message has to happen first, right? So she's just leaning casually against the table. <laughs> I mean, if if Tirza and Camion are unable to take out the lesser, I suppose I can sweep in and and <laughs> deal the blow. I you know, if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, like normal? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So save the day. Cherish you conjure your familiar. There's a, a bandy-legged imp with a scorpion tail appears. Where, where do you summon the lesser? I like in the middle. Of the of, room? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kind of between the table and the little cook stove, in between all the bunks. There's just a shoop, and there's this bandy-legged imp kind of right on the ground splayed legs, almost like crouched in a, a four-legged stance and looking around at this little Pug-faced, uh, snarling, crimson-skinned. Oh, hey, hey, it's everybody. And we're back. We're here. We're, I don't know where here is. Hey, what's up? Uh, I have had it up to here with you, with your mistress and my father, conniving. Uh, sorry? What? No? That's not, uh-uh. Bye. Uh, bye. Look around. We don't have to hit the signal. Oh. Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. 
Squish the bug. Squish the oh, bug. Oh, okay. Yeah, bye. Oh, okay. The lesser and will I turn will. invisible. And yeah, no. Oh, see, I yeah. was going to say, as as the at, the sword comes down. Give me an attack roll, Tirza. Am I at advantage because he is being flanked? Or no, because he's invisible? Why not a straight roll because of both those things? Okay. Uh, that is a 21. Okay, that's a hit. Uh-huh. Okay. That is... Let's see. Ten plus, and let's just put a little smite on there. That's eleven, uh, slashing damage, magical, and let's just go with a. Ah, I've been waiting for this. Let's go with a third level, uh, third level <laughs> divine smite. <laughs> That's twenty four radiant damage. Okay. There is a burst of... uh, What what color is your Divine Smites again? Uh, It's like... It's like bright gold. And that flashes... It's fairly standard radiant. Fairly standard radiant. Looking, yeah. Burst of of golden light that erupts. There is a a grunt and a, a curse in a language that only a couple of you understand. Um, in Infernal, some small creature says damnation, uh, which is a pretty standard word in, uh, <laughs> Infernal. Yeah. I'm sure there's many words for damnation in Infernal. And there is a flash of fire and then nothing. We should have come up with a signal. I apologize. That's all right. You know, I just, I expected like a long speech, you know, like. A, Me too. I, I just assumed. I, I was ready but for a okay. message. Short but sweet is very good too. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I wasn't food? asking. I, I don't. Right. I wasn't asking for critique, uh, constructive critiques on my. Right. Uh, and we know. Um, just to make sure he's gone, uh, I would like to use Eldritch Sight to make sure he's actually gone. <laughs> okay. Visible bastards. It's my shtick. You <laughs> open up your Eldritch Sight, you open your eyes, you open your mm-hmm. eyes again, and again, and again, and again. Those weird insectoid pupils now covering Grawl's eyes, he casts his gaze around and Grawl, looking over your companions, you see all their magical items highlighted in this vision. You see the shield on Valor's back, the sword at his hip. You see all of the the magical gear your companions are carrying. You see that Camion has a magical axe, a magical bow, and uh what looks like a set of boots that is somehow magical. You've never seen them sure. using it. Um, They're just magically comfortable. Who knows? Perhaps. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, you see that Judah uh, actually doesn't have much in the way of magical gear beyond his forge bound item. He actually doesn't have anything that is magical. 
His forge bound was the, were the the large beads, right? Am I there are prayer beads around his wrist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what you also see is the aura of illusion magic, and roughly humanoid in size, standing between you all. We got him, right? Yeah, we super got him. I'm going to draw out my sword. Okay. I just need to do my stretches really quick, though. As you do, the humanoid shape disappears. Motherfucker. And reappears in the corner of the tent near the entrance. If you weren't using your Eldritch Sight, there's no sound, there's no visible... Clearly none of your friends saw this. Mm -hmm. But you can see the aura of illusion magic that shifts as though it misty steps over into the corner of the tent. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to... I don't want to do... Yeah, I'm going to... Fuck it, I don't want to try to get over there. I'm just going to Eldritch Blast that exact spot. Okay. Give me Um, an attack roll. Okay. Are we still all flanking this thing? No, it... Like I said, teleported the over to the corner. I, well, I, I don't know where everyone's exactly standing, so... We're in a Valor murder circle. Valor was hanging out by himself outside. Maybe he's still hanging out being cool, leaning against a pillar or something. I don't no, know. He brought breakfast in. Okay. Oh. All right. What is my attack bonus on this shit? That is a 17, I think. Yeah. The you all see Grawl suddenly move into an attack stance and fire an eldritch blast towards a empty spot in the corner. Everyone kind of, uh, or at least Judah, Camion, and Valor reacted with surprise. I can't speak for the rest of you. Surprise! Oh, what's what are you doing? Uh dealt with fucking invisible oh, I was shit. Gonna, well, hang on, I, I was going to... I, I'm sure that it's probably too late, but I was going to try and use saving face for this. Okay. Yeah, so I would add another five to that. So yeah. make it a 22. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Okay. It's still here. It's not an imp. Gonna roll me damage? Nah, nah, just assume <laughs> that's... Does the illusion draw? Just... No. Okay, 2D. Oh, I'm 11th level. Wait, no. What level are we? I don't remember. 10, damn it. I'm getting confused with my cleric. <laughs> and five. And okay, so 
15. 15 damage. Okay. And that's force damage? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is everyone doing? Uh, he's still here. I guess I draw my sword. Okay. It's in the uh, corner. Yeah, I trust Grawl. I'm over there. Well, ooh, yeah, I don't That means think I a can... lot to hear that, actually. Thank you. I gotta check magic missile, but I don't think I can actually do that. Because I can't see it. Correct. I'm really not sure if I can cast any of my spells. I cast fairy fire. I don't have that. Okay. So you useful stab. right now. Yeah, so I stab. So Sid, you lunge and you stab at an empty spot in the corner? I mean, sure. Okay. Give me an attack roll with this advantage. Just eating an apple before, but this sounds way more fun. <laughs> it's a tree egg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's going to be 14. That is, yeah, you, you attack an empty space. Don't worry, guys. I think I got it. I'm confused. There's nothing I, here. Can I? It's invisible. That's all part of the illusion, but as has been well established, I never miss with my lunge attacks. It's probably dead. Well, Grawl, doesn't invisibility... I'd like to cast Divine Sense, please. Okay. So Tirza uses her action to use Divine Sense. Cherish. Or not cast it, but use it. What are you doing? Set the tent on fire. Just just... I'm not going to set the tent on fire. It wouldn't even really do anything except set the tent on fire. Um, yeah, no. I, I have to be able to see something to attack um, to use like offensive spells like set the tent on <laughs> acid ball so lightning bolt. stands considering all the options she cannot use as uh, yeah I'm pretty much uh, useless at the moment uh Camion will cast around looking for something to pearl their axe at. Uh, Judah is sort of like putting his fists up. They begin to glow and he's looking around kind of uncertain. Um, Valor, who's probably the closest to that position, is going to uh, dismiss the spear, pull out his sword and pull out his shield and look around confused, um, sort of moving to back up Sid. Uh, but unsure so, about what to attack. And as you use Divine Sense, Tirza, you sense um, how best to describe this. Huh. Well, th there is most certainly a fiend in the corner. But that mere information does not translate as your brain begins to melt at the sheer amount of evil that is radiating from the corner. Jeez. <laughs> it is unlike Delightful. anything you have ever sensed before. 
It is a boiling, malevolent intelligence that is fully aware of its own malicious evil, and like some kind of thinking machine, it replicates upon itself, making itself more evil by the mere awareness of its evil. Have you used Divine Sense on the Lesser before? I thought I had. You absolutely had. Once. Yeah. And this, long time and this ago. is not this is not the same. It, this certainly did not happen last time. Okay. No. Okay. Alright. Hmm. Uh can I Give do anything or a wisdom like... saving throw? Dying. Oh, I mean This is not where I thought my morning was going. Same. You know what? Me I just neither. wanted to eat an apple. This I is, just okay. wanted to I just wanted uh, to that's melt a the dirty... lesser, but I don't have acid splash. <laughs> that's a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Uh so you fall to your knees as the wave of malevolence strikes you, and there is an intense heat, like a fever, that begins crawling across your flesh. Merely becoming aware of this thing is causing you physical harm, and you take 12 points of fire damage. Fire damage. What? Uh, yeah, I think Tirza is screaming. Fair enough. Uh, Tirza, what's going on? And and clutching her head, uh, she doesn't respond. Grawl, what 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 is happening? I don't Something know whatever attacked. Is. Whatever. Attacking whatever is invisible is doing that. Is it still there, Mike? Yeah. Uh, and again, all you really see is a, an aura of illusion magic surrounding a vaguely okay. humanoid form. Right. Well, time to stab. I don't uh, have time to talk Camion to will rush forward and place a hand on Tirza and cast protection from evil and good. Uh, and suddenly your mind clears. Oh, thank God. Uh, I think Tirza just, like, grits out, uh, kill it! Way ahead of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, what else is anybody doing? Uh, I mean, I literally can't see it. Attacking it is difficult for me. Tirza will shove herself to her feet and go attack uh, where that, wherever that was. If I can even, can I even get a good sense of direction? Uh, only vaguely. It was in a corner. All right. Uh, I'm going mean to... It I'm just going right to go and make a big old... It was right where Sid is standing right now. Well, I attack Sid. No. I mean, just um, in front of him, I should but say. I, but, I, but I will, yeah, just like... Uh, 
basically go to like directly in front of him and slash just make a wild slash okay give me an attack roll at disadvantage that's another 21 <laughs> a 21 mm-hmm okay uh yeah you think you're hitting something only some damage okay Um, boop, boop, boop. Oh, that's not great. That is, uh, 11, oh, that's 11, again, points of, uh, magical slashing, and I'm gonna pop some Divine Smite on there again. Okay. Uh, that is 18 radiant damage. Okay. Oh! This is a, this, okay, um, this is fiendish, I assume. Mm -hmm. Okay, then yes. That amount. Okay. You see another brilliant flash of light as Tirza hits something. And can I attack again since I have two attacks? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that one does not hit though. Okay. Because I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. uh, Judah will stare at the thing you're trying to hit and let out a confused grunt, but then let loose with a, a series of laser bolts from his palms. Does Tirza, like, as Tirza's swinging the sword, does it look like it's connecting or like it's like catching on some sort of mass or is it just swinging through as if through air you see it almost deflected as though off of a, a quarter circle dome the blade hit, sinking into something um as though she is hitting flesh but then as she's pulling the blade away you don't see any spurt of blood or wound uh, and the the light there is splashing around something. Okay. Okay. And Judah as long as some indication then two blasts go ripping through the tent to either side, but one goes searing again into uh, an unknown space and seems to hit I mean I guess I'll attack again. Okay. Disadvantage. That would be a, I'm guessing a 16 doesn't hit. It does not. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what well, I do. Cherish. Um, yeah. I cast, oh God, who's, who's the, who's bunched up in the corner of the tent? As of right now, it is Tirza, Sid, and Valor. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to cast slow, centered on, like, between the three of them. Uh, and I'm going to spend a sorcery point to make it so that they automatically succeed. Everything else has to make a wisdom saving throw, including me. And what level spell is slow? Three. 
You feel the spell just dissolving as it leaves your lips. Fuck me. Fuck. I, I need to stop forgetting to use quiet spell. Or subtle <laughs> spell. Crawl? Is there enough room for me to get over there and swing away with a greatsword? Uh, not really. It's over in the corner of a tent, and there's already three people piling in there. I mean, you could always go outside and stab through the tent. Well, that's already me not being able to see it through a... Damn it. Always Eldritch Blast. Yeah. We'll get as good of bonuses on that. That's fine. Uh, do I have any other spells that would be useful? Not particularly. Uh, is it a an action to change your packed weapon? Uh, I believe to so. Yeah. The look of it. Yes. Oh, like a full action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I want to use acid splash, given that everyone's hugging this thing. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna do I mean, eldritch blast. Well, it's an auto hit. Yeah, but it or, also... I mean, it's a deck save, but it's only on one yeah. target. With, uh, I mean, I can choose within five feet of whatever. But uh, okay, you have to choose for it to hit more than one. Yeah, I'm just going to do Eldritch Blast because it does way more, way more damage. That's potentially. Fair. Right, so Eldritch Blast Could... attack one. Center it on Tirza. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, that's not going to hit. So attack two is off the table. Back on the table is also not going to hit. So yay, Eldritch Blast! More or Eldritch Blast something. rip through the the wall of the tent, tearing blackened holes in the canvas. Someone outside is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, breakfast party. Oh yeah. <laughs> Valor will lunge in and attempt to stab at this thing with a uh, series of slashes. Oh, buddy. Actually, one of those is going to hit. And you see Lucky. this uh, longsword catch fire and it, as it comes in, slashing at something uh, and seemingly connecting. And there's an, a small burst of flame as it connects, but nothing. There's no corpse or scream or anything. anything, right? It's just standing in the corner. Standing as far as Grawl is concerned, who is still the only person who can see anything. Is this a distraction? So I mean, like, it's not... The outline of illusion magic, it looks like a person standing right there. Stab away. I don't know. I don't know. I tried to melt tears in brain, so... Not good friends with it, apparently. It's are you is the most evil thing I've ever experienced. And a voice will say, Are we done? What are you? Who are you? So you're prepared to have a reasonable conversation, then? 
that's the only way that this is going to progress. I was content to simply watch. You were all the ones who leapt into action. Why were you pretending to be an imp? Why did you believe that an imp would willingly follow you? I mean, because it presumably told me its true name. It was sort of more of a, like, had to thing rather than willing. <laughs> as far as I knew. As far as you know. It's funny just how far that is. I'll stand quietly for a long moment, and again, there's seemingly nothing there. This little piece of the tent will fall as it uh, burns <laughs> off of the edge of the tent. Valor will glance panically back at you, Cherish, and then back over to the corner. I'll ask again. What are you, since you're not an imp? Someone with a great deal of questions. The first question, of course, is do you have the answer? to those questions. That remains to be seen. Perhaps if you had used the familiar to its full effect, I might already have the answers I seek, but you were stubbornly resistant to that temptation. It wasn't particularly helpful. And you were not particularly creative in your use of him. Maybe. Tirza, Sid, what are you doing as this voice is just coming out of nowhere right in front of you? Um, the sword is like shaking in Tirza's hand. Uh, oh. Still, still fully like lowered and ready to fucking go at wherever this voice is. Oh, Cherish is arms and probably maybe whole body are absolutely shaking. Not Maybe not the same emotion that Tirza is, but probably not. Uh, 
Sid, any reaction? Uh, I am standing in a uh, defensive stance, trying to not look like... Well, I mean, I suppose I don't have the context that Tirza has of like, oh, this thing is so powerfully evil. Um, So I just think it's some invisible creature. Um, So yeah, just standing in it, pointing my sword at it, uh, waiting for it to say something uh, useful. Raw, anything? You're muted. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, Grawl is just keeping his eyes like like unblinking, focused on the outline of this thing. Um, sword in one hand. You see subtle shifts of motion, the aura moving gently. It is one of the... Your your attempts at invisibility are crude compared to what this creature is actively participating in. One day. One day. Camion has edged back towards their bunk and has very slowly pulled out their longbow and a series of arrows out of the quiver. Mm-hmm. So, cherish. You truly... Do not serve him, then. Wish I had nothing to do with him. Fascinating. And yet, despite that, his... Efforts to groom you are vast. Curious. Why would that be, do you think? Frankly, I don't know. Hmm. He'd be better off leveraging my mother against me rather than sending tortured souls to tell me that he loves me. Yes. The mother. I had questions as well about that discarded piece of flesh. Interesting. Well, if that's all,
Why did the imp care so much about the bounty? The imp? No. I cared about my bounty. Why? Mm. Never have more than just one plan, girl. You can have that lesson for free. There's a long, quiet moment as no one speaks. You're unsure if this thing is even still there. Grawl, you can still see the aura, but as the time ticks by, I believe that spell only lasts a brief period of time. Let me look. <sighs> find out detect magic up to 10 minutes okay so even as you watch that, it's been. that aura still stands there unmoving the rest of you are completely uncertain if the thing is still there it's still there hey tirza yeah don't you have like some kind of magic for this kind of situation. I mean, I did that already. Oh. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> she still had those grenades. The anti-magic ones, but just like a very small grenade. Like a very tiny one. Like a firecracker of anti-magic. And the voice will say, when you meet your parent, your father, who sits upon the throne of Cania, will you give them a message for me? Will you tell them that I know that I have always known? Will you tell them that for me? Yes. Yes. That's a good girl. And you will see appearing just in front of you, Tirza, Sid, Valor, just next to you, a not super long, maybe a foot and a half in length, 
golden rod appear hovering in the air, topped with a faceted, nine-sided polyhedron ruby that begins to heat the air just in front of you like a, an oven at first, and then a sauna, and then a desert. Hotter and hotter and hotter. Valor begins gritting his teeth as the air around you begins to blister your skin. What do you do? I'm going to use some of that paladin magic. I'm going to swing. Tears of swings at it. Just full baseball bat. Swing back into it. Okay. Sid? Uh, yeah, I'm going to attack. Fuck this. Fuck this shit. Okay. It's Don't fucking, fucking tell stupid. us what to do. <laughs> As you attack and lunge in at this thing, Valor lets out a shout, joining your charge. There is an explosion of fire, and I need you all to give me dexterity saving throws. Those of you who leapt at the rod. Okay. You get two to that, Sid, and also Valor, too. Even though I'm mad at him. Oh, Valor. Oh, no. Poor me. Hmm. Lucky me. Not using it. Nope. I can't in this situation still. Uh, Dirty 20 for me? Six for Tirza. Oh, wait, sorry. 22. Okay. Sid, you managed to, because of stupid rogue powers, avoid all of this damage. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) But Valor and Tirza are going to be taking 22 points of fire damage. And that is halved for Valor because of tiefling, tiefling stuff. The rest of you who aren't directly on top of this thing see an explosion of flame that boils up from the corner of this tent. Within the flame, there is a face that appears briefly, laughing, its smile twisting up into the flame. A small black goatee topped with a a mustache and violent horns are the briefest of images you get of the features of this face as it twists and roils in the flame around the rod and then the flame and rod are suddenly gone as well as the back corner of your tent as it is consumed with crimson flame yeah we should probably get out of this tent now huh um <laughs> judo will rush forward to try to put out the fires how how big is the flame uh it's i would say roughly have a 20 foot radius <laughs> uh the fire doesn't stick around the fire just expands and then contracts and disappears and the tent isn't actively on fire. It's just the back okay. corner of the tent has been moldering. Yeah. You know? That's what I was wondering. So it's sagging a little bit now. Elliot, by the way, you're muted. Thank you. 
Tirza is choking and retching and like just not having a good time. Uh, Cherish doesn't faint, but I think like her legs give out like the moment that the the flame and the the staff are gone. She just kind of collapses. Of course. Uh, and the one to catch you is Valor. Because <laughs> the other two rolled natural ones on their dexterity saving throws to get to Cherish in time. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> well, you know that what? Actually makes, it actually that actually makes is fairly apt. <laughs> um, and I think that she'll like kind of grab onto his like forearm or upper arm or whatever, like, like really like it again, Cherish isn't super strong. So it probably doesn't like feel super like anything, but just like gripping and shaking still probably. And you can see tears running down Valor's face as he's, attempting to hold you up and into a sitting position. I feel like Sid is like Matt. He's like shouting like, like, fuck that. We're not doing shit for that asshole. Um, and like angrily kicking something. Camion is moving out and trying to waylay the sudden crowd of people that is pushing towards your tent. Judah is nearby, propping up the, the sagging corner, trying to make it so the tent doesn't collapse onto all of you, as you suddenly have an Adirondack. <laughs> Cherish, <clears throat> are you are you okay? Sorry, tears. I'm so sorry. No, it's. I never listened to you, and stupid. Uh, Tirza, from where she's kind of like slumped against. Uh, like what remains of a bed near the smoldering corner like shoves herself off and immediately is just like hugging Cherish has just like flung herself into this little Valor into this little tiefling sandwich (laughs) Valor is sort of knocked aside and (laughs) takes a couple of steps backwards and lands heavily on a bunk just sitting I will kill all of them for you.
uh, I think I think Cherish is just like has started crying now and just keeps repeating like like I don't know I don't know anything I don't know anything I can't there's nothing I like I'm so stupid like I can't believe I thought I knew anything or you know stuff like that just <sighs> and nothing as... like being confronted with the the king of hell to give you imposter syndrome <laughs> as you hold each other close coming to reckon with the fact with that you were just, not just, you've been in the presence of something, and it's been with you for a while. And what the ramifications and how much it knew and how long it's been there are all questions that uh, for sure need answering. But as you're coming to grips with those realizations, I need everyone to make a charisma saving throw as yeah. 6 a.m. rolls around. Oops. Who's Sorry, gang. That's fine. A disadvantage? Parish and Valor, and if... Oh, no, why this would be a disadvantage. Not you. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh... Uh, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Terrible luck with this. No, not this time. The purple and gold cherished. The the lilac and gold cherished dice. <laughs> what are our totals? Uh, are we... Do we get a bonus from uh, Tirza? Uh, yeah, you would all. I mean, what's the radius on your aura? Ten... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 10 feet. Let me just check really quick. I mean, it's fine. If so I don't I'm not it. lying. Uh, yeah, it's 10 feet. Okay. Uh, I can't I can't push my aura as a reaction, right? It's just I have to deliberately do it. Right. Yeah. The eye of the storm thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you have to do that as an action. Um, so Probably just cherish then. Cherish well, and, and Valor. Valor. Yeah, Valor. I would say Valor is close enough. Um, and maybe Camion. Actually, no, Camion went off to stop people from investigating. So, right. Um, yeah, that is it. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Sid got an 18. Cool. Uh, Same. Hell yeah. 27. Nice. Hell yeah. I'm not even kidding. Also 18. <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, so the four of you near each other uh, feel the moment when six o'clock hits and that sudden pulling sensation. And as you are all huddled together, some of you within the warmth of Tears's aura and embrace for that matter, you <laughs> manage to resist the pull into those dark waters you look around and you see valor has gripped the sides of the bed 
and their eyes are suddenly alight with a, a bright red. They normally have red eyes, but right now his eyes are literally alight with little wisps of smoke coming out uh, where they meet his tears. Very cool. Also resisting the effect, you see Judah has planted his hooves in the ground while holding up the tent, and like he was attempting to jam a pole up to hold it up, um, and he has grit his teeth and settled his shoulders and planted himself, and even as he's doing that, you see him begin to move, not because of the irresistible tug of the pulse, but because he sees what none of you notice, and that is that Camion has fallen. Just about to ask. I was just about to ask. And Judah rushes over to Camion, pulling a healer's kit with him, and begins to stabilize the fallen Eladrin. Uh, do we? So none of us see that. I mean, you see it after the moment has passed. But Judah yeah. rolled a natural twenty on his uh, <laughs> uh, resist, so he was able to react in the midst of all of this. That makes sense. Um, but if I do see it happen, I will probably go out and start to do what Camion was doing and just kind of like shooing people away uh, and give Judah some space. And Judah pretty quickly stabilizes Camion. Uh, well, let's roll just to see. Yeah, um, it's not hard. Judah's very yeah. good at medicine. Um, you basically have to botch to fail that. Um and after a moment, Camion is choking and coughing and black bile-like water is being ejected out of their body. And Judah will pat them on the back as the seasonal colorage of Camion just flashes between all different colors as they are brought back. Because for one terrifying moment, they were just a dull gray color on the ground. Oof. <clears throat> And Judah will say, Here, there, there, there. Not your time yet. But as he looks back and around at all of you with a concerned look on his bovine face, the rest of you having resisted this for the moment, Sid. Yes. Suddenly you hear a voice in your head. Oh, good. This always ends well. And she says, we need to talk as soon as possible. Respond when you're able to communicate. Uh, okay. And I think it is there that we are going to take our break. Oh, God. And when we come back, uh, some stuff might have happened. That, oh, uh, no. Yeah. It's just that's, stuff never stops happening, it seems like. It's true. Best laid plans and all that. Yeah. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Here today to tell you about one of my best customers. I mean, uh, ruler of hell and totally a bad guy, Asmodeus. 
also known as the Prince of Evil, the Raging Fiend, the Archfiend, Lord of Lies, Old Hoof and Horn, the Cloven One, Lord of the Ninth, Lord of Nessus, and Supreme Master of the Nine Hills of Bator. But those are just the basics. The real question these days is whether or not Asmodeus is actually a god. It's a tricky subject, and one that I wouldn't bring up if I were asking him personally. But it is an interesting thought to go down. You see, Asmodeus was once an archdevil. Well, THE archdevil. Still the ruler of hell. But a little while back, he somehow finagled his way into becoming a god, it seems. Now, no one's quite sure how. There are a couple of running theories, of course. But somehow he became the god of contracts and evil and, well depending on who you ask, all sorts of stuff. Now, how did a being of supreme evil gain a deity's level of power? This I do not know. What I do know is that he has leveraged this position as a new god to do all sorts of crazy things with the blood war. Because you know the demons, they don't have a god on their side, and it tends to tip the balance a little bit, right? The most popular theory is that is why all devils must pertain to their strict code of ethics and law, is to keep Asmodeus in some sort of control, if you will. Because if he was just a god unbridled, willing to unleash his evil upon the multiverse, there would probably be very little in the way of stopping him. So, all the other gods got together and said, Okay, Asmodeus, you need to follow some freaking rules. And Asmodeus was like, Oh yeah? You and what army? And they were all like, This army of gods. Because we're all gods here, and we're gonna whoop your ass if you don't. And Asmodeus was like, Okay, but if I'm running the blood war, I'm gonna do it my way. And they were like, Okay, Asmodeus, we guess. And he was all like, Ho ho ho, little do they know, I will use the blood war for my own strange machinations to eventually overturn the universe. <laughs> or at least, that's how I've heard it said. <laughs> Who knows, really? Oh, what's that? Oh, hey, I think I hear somebody coming. Let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, just so much happened. Just so much. I and none of it was breakfast. Yeah, and very little of it was, in fact, breakfast. Though, breakfast. Uh, yeah, you decided to kill yourself an imp, and in doing so, you f revealed that that imp had been imp swapped um, at some point with a. Yeah. Um, or if so, it was ever an imp, who knows? Well, I mean, you don't know. It's very true. Uh, I'll ask our listeners, can you figure out when the uh, lesser was swapped for Asmodeus? Play along at home. See if you can yeah. figure it out. I mean, probably the last time that the lesser died, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's true. But yes, you were confronted by the prime evil himself. What, while his name was never confirmed, all signs point to Asmodeus. Uh -huh. Yeah. Asmodeus, Asmodeus. So often do? Indeed. <laughs> uh, so, after that brutal confrontation, a bit of a conflagration, and then a... Uh, 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 
<laughs> and then some consternation. Oh. <laughs> He's waiting for it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you came to the realization that uh, <laughs> all was not well as the 6 a.m. hour rolled around and your friend Camion Arkantol was stricken by the, the pulse of energy which has been threatening you all every eight hours. And then, just as that ended, you, Sid, were contacted by the old mage, saying that you needed to have a conversation. <laughs> I quit. I'm done. No. But, Grawl, yeah. I need you for mediation. Right, that's it for tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we come back to you now... Just after 6 a.m., having received a message from the old mage asking you to let her know when you could speak. And you know the way sending works, because that's what she has just done, is you get some kind of response. Mm-hmm. Um, I respond, uh, I will get everybody ready. Uh, I will send you a message uh, when we are. Okay. Yeah little bit of communication. <laughs> Stop, I'll be driven to desperation. <laughs> I'm I can't not playing wait your guys' game. Old mage so we can get some ideation. We have no time for procrastination. Now, as we all roll around in exacerbation, I need to know <laughs> what you are all doing next. We don't have time for this deliberation, okay? Uh, uh, your game. I feel bad now. Uh, all right, everybody, gather around. Gather around. Come on. Judah is helping Camion up and just staring at you. Valor yeah. is looking at you from where he's still sitting on the edge of one of the beds. I pull out the pocket watch, I tap it, and give a meaningful glance. And everyone sort of understands. Cherish takes like a deep breath. I don't know if Tirza and I are still hugging, but um, if we're not, then she'll just sort of stand up with a heavy sigh. There's somebody somewhere a little bit more private. And Judah helping Camion back over will look to Valor. And Valor, who is still sitting there, his eyes still burning with a slight fire. You can see wisps of steam coming off of his eyes. And he's staring almost at nothing at the, at the ground. Nobody approaches Valor. I'll, I'll put out a hand. You approach Valor? Yeah. I thought we were on the same bed. I mean, you fell to the ground. He oh, kind of fell true. backwards and sat onto a cot. Yeah, I'll just hold out a hand. And his expression will 
maintain it's like a grimace his jaw is locked his uh you can hear once you get close his breath is shallow that like <laughs> of trying to hold back emotion he's just staring at the ground and as you stick a hand out his face will snap up and it is just racked with grief and sorrow, sadness. There's a tremendous amount of pain in his expression. Yeah. I think some of that is reflected on Cherish's face, perhaps not to the same degree. He will look at the hand, look back up at his shoe, and then swallow his teeth chattering ever so slightly, and then he'll take your hand and help him to his feet. And he'll say, falteringly at first, I, what, um... Uh, this, uh, Sid, you what? 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 what ha what's happening? Old mage needs to talk to us. Sounds important. Right, right. I. And he'll glance around and see the giant hole in the side of the tent. He'll shake his head and say, uh, "I'll find us a place. Come on." Camion will detach themselves from Judah and stick close to Valor as he moves off. Camion's walking okay? Yeah, I mean, their skin has solidly turned back to winter. Um, oh. And they're breathing a little harshly. There's kind of a, a wet rattle in their breath. Uh, but doing as best as can be expected, considering the circumstances. Yeah, I, I just check in, see see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the, everyone will collect their weapons, I'm assuming, before leaving. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Picnic basket. Valor will mm -hmm. lead you to a, uh, a tent that appears to be some kind of... Uh, I mean... Not quite mess tent. It's more of like a gathering tent. There are a bunch of tables laid out. It looks as though people are in here like playing card games. It's like a a break tent, I guess, for um, where people can go and socialize a little bit and like blow off some steam. Uh, but Valor will quickly clear the place, saying that they need it for a, a staff meeting. And everyone will troop out really quickly, but you will all be getting very astonished looks and like, well, threadless. Oh, 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 Valor's here. Holy crap. Oh. Like everyone's something heavy is going down considering all of you are recognized and the import of all of your presence is a thing that is known in the camp now. Probably does not help that we all kind of not physically, but we all probably kind of look like shit. Well, it doesn't help that some of you were actively in the center of a fireball just a few seconds ago. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. We've been in the center of a lot of things uh, since <laughs> we showed up. You know, it's true. So, you know, yeah. Subtlety has never been our specialty. Near? Okay, so we got everybody together. As you're making your way in here and the place is clearing, uh, Camion would approach you, Grawl. Mm-hmm. And quietly ask, How did you see that thing? Warlock powers, I can can see things. I can detect magics. Okay, I can do that too. That doesn't mean I can go around seeing things like that. I... Don't know what to tell you. Well, I, it, a warlock ability. I like. I, I get it from my patron. I, I. I don't know exactly what it does. It's like finding magical things. I, I could see your boots. I could see Valor's sword or spear and shield that kind of stuff whatever it was doing was some sort of illusion so I saw that I knew that thing wasn't an imp but I never thought yeah it's a lot worse than we all thought yes At that point, the room is cleared. There are a few scattered tables. You see Camion sitting down at one. Judah will stand near the the entrance to the tent, sort of just offhandedly standing guard. Yeah. And Valor I'm not hang out and leaning mm-hmm. on the go. table, kind of breathing heavily. Does he need a back rub? I'll sit near Valor. At least at the same table he's leaning on. All right. Is everybody ready? Off. Oh, go ahead. Seriously? Uh, Does he need... Do Do you need... Would you like me to heal? You're asking Valor? I know it took a little bit of damage from... Yeah. Um, he'll shake his head and say, No, no, I'm fine. Conserve your abilities for someone in more dire straits than me. <laughs> it was fire, after all. I'm used to getting burned. You're sure? Yes, yes. We should... The old mage is calling. We should focus on that. Okay. And with that, I send a message to the old mage and just say, we are ready when you are. And almost before you're done talking, the image of the old mage will appear projected 10 feet in front of you, Sid. Mm-hmm. 
and she oh, I know what it is. like death warmed over. Her skin is pale and pulled tight across her bones. Her eyes are sunken. This is not the woman you talked to four days ago. So the illusion is not... Because normally she has a version of herself that she presents during these types of conversations. This is not that. No, and you've seen her slip with the control a few times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems as though when she doesn't have the focus necessary to shape the illusion, it just reflects what she looks like currently. Gotcha. And clearly this is one of those times. But very rarely have you been impressed with just how old the old mage actually is. There have been times, especially when seeing her in person at the tower, where you've noticed her level of exhaustion, her appearance being somewhat staggered by the wear and tear of doing what she does every single day. But this is the first time where you're seeing a creature who has been made frail by time and by whatever it is she's done. still clearly is a Nerva, but it is just that something has taken an extreme toll on her. An Arkin toll. One might even say. And as dumb as that joke was, it is more <laughs> accurate than you know. I'm sure it is, Mike. Yeah. And she will stare around at the seven of you and nod gratefully that you are all here. And she has a a brittle, somewhat shaky smile as she sees all seven of you. And she'll say, good, good, excellent. This is better than I could have hoped for. I I don't whatever it is that is trying to get through I I don't know if I can and she almost it, it almost looks like she's nodding off her eyes are so heavy her stance just clearly being held upright by the staff she's leaning on I have faced things that called themselves gods, but whatever this is, it's something is fighting to get in. Like, I don't, I, I can't hold it and the storm at bay. I, I, I'm trying, I, I'm sorry. I bought you what time I could, but I don't know if I can do that again.
Well, did we did we figure out how long it would take us to get to over a day near the journey to relatively close to Amberfell Mines would be about four days from where you are, assuming you're moving at a normal pace. Yeah. Because it it seems that we need to make the trip in less than eight hours. <laughs> Can anybody think of a way that that might be possible? I know Grawl has su suggested something that might be worth exploring. I'm sorry, again. No, you were buying us time. We were the ones who weren't taking advantage of it. Well, not really sure if that's fair to us, but... I mean... At this point, I don't think anything's fair to us. Whatever that thing was that attempted to attack your caravan, it will have further opportunities starting this afternoon. Well... It's a good thing we're not going through the marshes, then. We are hoping to go through the foothills to the north. Avoid the swamp lands altogether. That, that, that might work. You can see her kind of fade again for a moment before blinking and coming back up. The, the situation is, of course, dire, and you need to move as, as swiftly as, as you can to, to close the realm scar, and, and then hopefully things will be back to normal. Is she... Does she believe... As she says that, does she believe the words that she's saying there? Like, that it'll be back to normal after this realm scar? Give me an insight roll. It's just about to say, I would like to... to Na that. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, 23 for me. With the 23, I mean, it's difficult to say she's... Uh, fading really hard. You can clearly tell she's exhausted. Um, I mean, she's explicitly told you not to contact her right after the rituals, because apparently yeah. that's when she's... So, clearly she felt this was important enough to break her usual cycle of resting immediately afterwards. Um, Sid. Yes. As 
you see a moment where her head dips just as she's saying things will go back to normal mm -hmm. and there is the briefest hint of a grimace on her face mm -hmm. that I mean, it's difficult to parse exactly what that means, but you don't think she likes the idea of normality very much? Mm -hmm. But it's something she's learned to live with. Gotcha. But she does, like, based on the impression that I'm getting, she does believe that if we close, if we, we accomplish this, that things will go back to normal. She, I'm not getting the impression that she's like, oh, I know what's going on, and this is all. I think she really fucked. hopes that's what's going to happen. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. She will say, given uh, a day or two of recovery, I might be able to, to bend my will towards containing this thing again, but I, I need to warn all of you that while I do this, I, my attention has been focused on on this task, and other things in the valley have slipped. Things that perhaps I might have been able to, to, to stop, to... Hopefully, I can't anymore. I just... There, there are fires in Stormhaven. Pyre scale, he... I, th I think he is dead, but there was a, a battle, and there were other dragons, and now the city burns. And I couldn't stop what? it. I hope it rains. I don't say that. Higher skills dead? I don't know. There, there wasn't much left after the fight. Several other dragons apparently strove to... Combat Pyrescale as he invaded the city while I my focus was elsewhere. And in, in the ensuing carnage, he and another dragon opened a sinkhole into the Undercity, in, into something else. There are fires in some of the old coal mines beneath the city now that are burning. Holy crap. Well, um, I would say that during our travels to get to the Amberfell Mines, you should conserve your strength. Um, and maybe once we get to the mines themselves, perhaps you could give us a little assistance again, at least while we're in there. 
uh, we will make this as quick as possible. Good, good, yes. That's, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate it. You're always so efficient with these things. Mm -hmm. oh. <clears throat> I, 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 I need to rest now, so Co yeah. contact me when when it is over, or, or or when you get close, that's what you said. When you when you are close to the yeah, to the, to yeah, the we'll let you know. Thank you. Yes. And her image fades. Well, uh, time she has disappeared. Tirza has like gripped uh, Sid's like bicep. She doesn't say anything but just like a little squeeze. I think we need to go. Yeah. Everyone has their stuff, right? Anything yeah. that's everything that's important we have? We should check on Girl's plan. Yes. No, Even that's what if... I mean. Like, yes. Yeah. We've got everything. We can just go. If that plan doesn't work, Omotep might have something that can work. So, exchange looks Best shot. with your companions, and there are grim nods and solemn expressions, and Valor will grit his jaw and say. Follow your lead. That's All right. Let's get that banana. Someone's going to have to provide the blood. I... I'll do it this uh, time. Oh, yeah. Go for it. I burned my hair for a reason. I don't want my blood everywhere. No one wants my blood, trust me. So yeah, we'll use that. So I know at least one person who does... Probably want your blood, actually. Let's not think about that. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Literally out of mind. So do you conduct a ritual <laughs> here? I got a, yeah. Uh, well, not probably not right here. Do we go outside or do we stay inside? Yeah. I say we do it inside where people can't right. view us doing some kind of weird blood ritual. Okay. Yeah. Should do it on the floor then, like not on a table. Yeah, just waiting sure. for Shemeshka to just like kick in the door, just like, "What's up? I'm ready." <laughs> Somebody say going shopping. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are specifically not allowed in there. I saw your picture behind the <laughs> yeah. counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one picture. Oh no, there's plenty of pictures. Yeah, it's true. I can't. I can't do the Shemeshka voice mm. very well, but mm. treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. Five finger discount. Hmm? Hair. <laughs> treat yourself. Blood. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Expensive manicures. Treat yourself. <laughs> Batman costume. Treat yourself. Still weirdly applicable. Mm -hmm. 
So you conduct the ritual of summoning for Duskwalker, import and export TM. You lay down the circle, invest a little blood, invest five gold and a banana. Mm-hmm. Valor looks on and uh, slight... Uh, I mean, there, there's there's a wistful uh, sense to this because uh, Omatep was always a a near constant during the the years of the trial, helping you out in small ways, or and mm-hmm. just being a, a general uh, affable presence in the midst of the nightmares that were the Skein Witch's trials. And Valor will say, "You know, I'd never actually been inside the shop before." Well, it's the first time for everything. It is. It's wonderful. I just never found the time. And Judah will say, "I don't recommend touching anything." Yeah, definitely. Especially the stuff that's labeled cursed. And even then, like half the other stuff is cursed. Could could also just be cursed. After a moment, there's a rustle of a tent flap, and you see a black and white capuchin kind of peek their head inside, see all of you, and let out a long... This time I promise you're not stuck here, probably. And he'll raise a (laughs) monkey eyebrow at you, like, oh, really? Well, there's one way to find out. Let's find out together. He'll roll his eyes and walk towards the banana and just eat it kind of with a frustrated air. How about two bananas? An extra banana? It shoots you a look like, don't patronize me. (laughs) Two (laughs) extra bananas? (laughs) We have infinity bananas. (laughs) And he'll shake his head and stuff the gold inside the banana peel and twist it up and gesture for you, just like, come on, dummies. All right, we hey, follow. I missed you. Uh, and Alexander, the monkey business partner of one Omatep Dusklocker, will lead you back out into the camp. And this troop of eccentric adventurers following a black and white monkey through a war camp. Mm-hmm. Listen. All right, nothing to see here, folks. That's- just please, there's sometimes. there's devils all over the place and stuff like that. Yeah, but just follow a monkey. This, it's this fine. eclectic group of seven, like uh, uh, ducklings following their mother, if the mother happens to be a much smaller black and white monkey. <laughs> it is a sight. Right, fair enough. I, and fair enough. And and Grawl, you're right. There's devils all over the place. There's two right here. <laughs> but and and. The face of uh, so many fiends, so many uh, horrible uh, demonic forces from the pits of the abyss. A tiny monkey following, uh, leading a band of very famous adventurers is still a weird sight. Might be the most suspicious thing, in fact. It might be the most suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Are we the baddies? No, no, we're not. Okay. Well, it checks. There's a lot of plates here. <laughs> 
Alexander will lead you through a winding series of turns through tents, people sitting outside, uh, glancing at you as you're passing. A lot of uh, members of the Guardian Guilds taking breakfast this early in the morning are seeing you pass and kind of glancing, raised eyebrows. Uh, you know, we're just walking through morning. Nothing. And, nothing uh, at, at some point, you'll hear Arbidon's voice going like, ah, don't worry about it. They're just going shopping. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thanks, bud. He's a real MVP. <laughs> and eventually you turn a quarter and you see a tent with a wooden door where the tent flap should be. Hmm. With two inconspicuous green lamps sticking out of the tent canvas to either side of the door, yep. hanging completely unrealistically off of a material that it should be like dragging and kind of drooping on. It would make, it would make more sense if the door was just coming straight out of the ground. (laughs) Almost. Uh, And above that uh, stitched onto the canvas of the tent is that ramshackle logo of Duskwalker import and export TM. Alexander will lead you towards the door and, Hop up, open it, and it'll swing in, and he'll... And as you see the vaulted ceilings and expansive uh, racks of Duskwalker import and export TM stretching out for hundreds of feet inside of a by no means uh, that large tent of any sort, as perhaps maybe a 15 by 15 feet wide tent, uh, Alexander leads you t- into the store. In we go. Yep. And in you go. Alexander deposits the gold and banana peels just to the left, as per normal. Gold whisking through a pneumatic tube. And you are led through the mystical, magical series of halls and vaulted ceilings and long winding racks of Duskwalker import and export TM. Now, as is our ritual with these things, uh, you're going to have to name me some kind of crazy, fancy, magical item that you see that you clearly cannot afford. Oh, man. I should have thought about this beforehand. I knew it was coming. <laughs> is, any, is anybody ready? No. I'm ready. No. Okay. Because okay. okay. I was going to go first just to give some some folks some time. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Speaking of hair, I think the first thing that catches Cherish's eye when she walks in with all of this, um, you know, body part for magic things on her mind is a stand with a mannequin head uh, and a little, uh, the little uh, name card says crown of hair. And it is a braided weave of all different kinds of hair. Um, different co- like colors, like not getting into like quote unquote unnatural colors. It's it's pretty much like the blonde, brown, red, black, um, and it's got like, yeah, it's just woven very intricately, and the hairs kind of like shine unnaturally in the light. And uh, there there is a a real sense that. Uh, were this to be applied, 
the hair itself has that sense of something that is staying perfectly still right up until it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tirza sees, um, it's a box, but, but not like a wooden box. It's just like a, a perfect cube, solid colored. It doesn't seem to be made of any specific type of material. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's the most generic, uh, like, box you could come up with and weird and so when Tirza walks up to it uh, she looks at the price tag and it's like it's like way too long there's like too many zeros where um like a little piece of paper had to be attached to the end of it and it kind of curls off to the side and there's just zeros along all of it and it actually doesn't end and then at the very very end very small Um, what Grawl sees, uh, walking in is some sort of, uh, magical, um, like panel and it's displaying a bunch of images on it. It's almost like, like looking through a portal. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of, uh, looks like, uh, humans standing around, um, what looks like to be a very large kitchen. One, uh, is wearing like a silver and red robe. And then there's a, what, uh, can only be assumed as a, a challenger off to the mm-hmm. side. Um, and there's, uh, an announcer, uh, uh, some, uh, small individual with, uh, glasses on, um, and something that flashes across the screen, um, saying, uh, what is it? Steel, steel chef, I, 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 copper chef, iron chef, adamantine about chef, iron. adamantine <laughs> chef. That, yeah, girl's not good at reading. <laughs> um, yeah. So it seems to be some sort of portal to the adamantine chef kitchen. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, some good stuff. I want, okay. That's the next one shot, of. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> adamantine chef. <laughs> Um, seriously yeah um sid uh just just poking around see looking at uh what's available uh he uh picks up a little um probably box uh couldn't be more than six or seven inches uh tall um outside appears to be made of some sort of paper material um, inside is like a black plastic brick almost. Um, uh, it has like tape running through with images uh, on it. Um, uh, on the outside, there's an image um, plastered on the front. Uh, it, it has um, sort of large balloon text um, with like a... <laughs> my, uh, like sort of like an orange sort of circle around uh, the text uh, <laughs> with some cartoon looking characters sort of standing, uh, poking out of the circle. Um, and uh, Sid just tries to read it out and says, oh, hmm, hmm. I don't know what a space jam is, but this looks like shit. And he throws it. 
and it goes almost magically through a hoop that is off to the left. And somewhere in the distance, you hear... Oh man! And you just look around. And there's We're no get source. Sued. <laughs> man, Why did none of us ever say things that would be like super helpful? It's like, I yeah, it's just there's it. a there's a door there a that just says the door of tomorrow or whatever. Well, it's, you know? it's supposed to be stuff we can't afford. So, like, why would I? I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna true. I'm just gonna say case. I'm gonna say a breastplate made of teeth and a crown made of hair. I'm valid. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say the in, yeah the entire dis uh, the entire collection of Frasier on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. How Thanks, we can afford that? The demon hordes. Who knows? I mean, we'll entertain them to death. I was gonna say everyone knows demons love Frasier. That's would. That, that goes. Without. It's so chaotically boring. That's right. Yeah. I said it. It goes. It goes full circle from extreme lawfulness that it becomes chaotic. So yes, as you wend your way through the stacks of magical bric-a-brac, you eventually find your way to that strange arcane. Uh, bodega at the center of that is the nerve center of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Alexander kind of leading you through the stacks that have again, of course, shifted as they do. There's mm-hmm. no entrance through the large warehouse of this place that is the same anytime you come through. But eventually you find that center, and even that has shifted slightly. And you see that stuff has accumulated here like an upsetting amount of stuff the bodega here appears as though there is just piles of things that have accumulated and as though they've just been hoarded here in some way i was gonna say too bad it wasn't a portal to fantasy hoarders (laughs) The bins that normally contain the reagents are overflowing and mixing together. The uh, racks that have rings, you see the hand mannequins have, all the fingers have filled up in rings and the rings have begun to, like you'll hear the slight as a ring falls off the finger of one having seemingly been pushed off the top of the finger to fall onto a small pile of rings that are accumulating beneath. There is the section with all of the rods and wands, and they're piled up like some kind of strange haystack made of magical sticks. And there is a terrifying number of edged weapons sticking out and are placed around several humanoid-sized mannequins, like they're immense some kind of uh, ritual dolls that have been stabbed over and over and over again by all these weapons that are just uh, seemingly without end. You almost can't tell the humanoid form beneath just this sheer amount of weapons that have been jabbed into this form. And coming out from behind one of these piles with a clipboard uh, and like marking on with it with a pen of some kind, uh, Alexander will come skittering up and says, Well, I just hope they have money this time because, oh, hello, my friends, my friends, welcome, finally, more customers. Yes, you've come to buy many things, I hope. 
Uh, yeah, what's... Sure looks like you've got a lot of merchandise on your hands. Yes, you could say we are have a bit of an, an overstock problem. There was a rough uh, few days where I couldn't sell anything. Would you believe it? Alexander had to take a vacation or something. Um... And uh, that the uh, weirdest thing, and you know the the the, the uh, those uh, deliveries they never stop. So when uh, we can't sell anything, stuff just kind of starts piling up. <laughs> well, we are here to help you with that issue um, because we'd like to make some purchases. Excellent. Can I interest you in about uh, two dozen plus one swords? Hmm. I mean, I'm good. I'm, ass- I'm assuming there's some sort of overstock sale for those. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, only uh, 100 gold apiece. Are you, uh, do you happen to be in... I think we're actually here to sell more than we are to buy. Ah, no, of course, you don't, it seems unnecessary. Yeah, I've got like 200 plus one swords that I need to get rid of, so... Oh, no. <laughs> I can't help you, Sid. I really can't. All right. Well, I'll spare you this time then. And when <laughs> Omatep says that, you all hear like a weird groaning coming from somewhere. It's like the trees moving in the wind. And Omatep will clutch his head and go, oh, Okay, I guess if you have. A bunch of swords. I could probably take them off your hands. No, it's fine. It, that was. I don't have any sword. Well, I. Yeah, no, we're good. I don't am not for sale. Yeah, not selling. Not selling you. Um. <laughs> okay, we need to buy. We need to get some equipment. Do you have uh, rings uh, for that help with so, uh, so many rings? I have so many rings. What kind of rings do you want? I've got copper uh, rings. I've got gold rings. I've got silver rings. They do all sorts of stuff. I must have sort of lost track at this point. Now, do you have any that help uh, that help with breathing underwater? Rings of water breathing. Yes, of course. Uh, that is one of the standard kinds of rings. Perfect. That is one of the things we need. I could part with it for a mere uh, 200 gold. Hmm. Is there some kind mm. of discount? We need quite a few, and it seems like you have a lot to get off of your hands. I think yeah, we want to help you out. But you got to help us out first, Omatap. Uh, yeah, when was the last time you made a sale? Uh, I'm trying, but it is hard, you know. Because there's. Uh, have you heard what is happening in the city? Yeah, we did. Yes. Yeah. It turns out we didn't that do it. That sounds like we did it, but we didn't do it. We didn't. <laughs> it was very suspicious yeah, that, the way you just said that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Whoever did it was <laughs> super cool. We've been having a very weird morning. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it turns out when the city is being uh, turned into a smoking crater by a dragon, nobody wants to buy anything. Yeah, weird. Bad for the economy. People need to sort out their priorities. Obviously. I'm saying. Cities on fire? Buy something. It's self-care. Buy a fire extinguisher. I have so many alchemy jugs or jugs of endless pouring that could be used for putting out fires, and they are not willing to part with a mere 350 gold to pay for these things? A city in crisis? Yeah, probably not. Ugh. 
Crisis, yes, of course, there's always a crisis. Uh, but the rings of water breathing, I think I have... Uh, and he'll go over to the, the rings, and again, you'll see one being pushed off the finger as it falls to the ground. And it looks yeah. as though a ring is appearing at the seam of the mannequin, like right at the knuckle and being pushed up out of the hand. Any of the chairs kind of like leans down and uh, kind of pokes at it. How many of these things do you even have? Those are rings of all types, Cherish. There's maybe, I don't know, and he'll like start pushing through the different rings and he comes up with like three and he says, these are rings of water breathing. I, I could uh, part with them for uh, 200 gold apiece. <sighs> How's everyone's pocketbooks looking? I kind of turn to everybody. Not 200 gold pieces. I know for a fact that some of you are sitting on quite a bit of in-store credit. Yeah, I'm trying to find that in-store credit because I don't use that note thing anymore. Damn it. Uh, I think I am out of store credit. I am out as well. I'm pretty sure I'm out as well. Uh, I've got something. I just don't. I can't find that one piece of paper since it's been 16 years since we've been here. <laughs> I want to say I it's like, but it's been 16 years. Some it's been 84 years. years. Um, because we're gonna need more than three. There's got to be some sort of bulk. I I don't know what to tell Offer. you, Cherish. I have three rings of water breathing. If you need other things to help you breathe underwater, I'm sure I could find uh, all sorts of things. Um, well, yeah, I, just like. Items of water breathing. I I have a, a cloak of the manta ray, uh, and they'll like bustle over to what looks like a closet that has exploded, and there are just cloaks and robes that have spilled out onto the ground like somebody's dirty laundry, and he'll start rifling through them and pull up a, a slick-looking black cloak. Uh, here we go, here we go. Cloak of the manta ray. Uh, you wear this, you can breathe underwater and swim really fast. How cool is that? Pretty cool. I'm keeping an eye on the mannequin hand to see if another ring of water breathing pops up. Um, and he'll bustle over to the the pile of wands and rods and start uh, shifting through them and eventually pulls out a trident and he says, and uh, this, this, it will let you uh, talk to fish. Don't need that. Yeah, I don't really need that. Silence. Okay, okay, um... <laughs> And he'll bustle over to uh, another uh, pile of reagents and kind of, like, start shuffling through it and, like, ah, ah, here we go, here we go. And he'll pull out a, what looks like uh, a bag of some kind of gummy fish and he'll say, uh, these, these, um, these will turn you into a small fish for ten minutes at a time. Yeah. No. We need to be ourselves. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yourselves, yourselves. Oh, how about this? How about this? And he'll uh, go over to a place behind the counter, and he'll start uh, grabbing a chain. You see this line of chains off to one side behind the counter, and he'll, like, uh, rifle through them, and he'll grab one and start, like, 
detaching it from the wall and you hear something above you go as the chain starts slipping through his hand and running up in a coil and looking up you see something is lowered from the darkness above you and it's this huge barrel like thing with these long sharp appendages coming out the side and these weird like telescoping tubes coming off the top the fuck and he says this this uh this is called an apparatus of qualish you call pile inside of this, and then you uh, drive it underwater. I don't think we can afford that. No? I mean, just out of curiosity, how much are you charging for that? Uh, the, the, the apparatus of Qualish, of course, is a very unique magical item. I will mm. part with it for the low, low price of 2,000 gold. Uh, honestly, that is less than but I thought. But it's not it really what do. we need. No. <laughs> So we'll give you a hundred. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I, two thousand is as low as I go. Mm. But but like we're friends, though, right? I'm. <laughs> this is Olivia bartering the way people barter in my fucking store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if- Friends, yes, of course we are friends. That two thousand is the friends discount. Mm, mm. Yeah, it would it would be really horrible though if like it's just unfortunate because we're we're all kind of skint right now and we, we are trying to to you know stabilize the valley, which would be good for the economy. Good for business, but but you know I understand if we can't you know we can't afford things so. When you say you can't afford things, there's another weird groaning sound from somewhere around you. All things. Yes. Well, like. <laughs> and Omatep will get a slightly panicked look on his face. It's like, uh, um, of course, I have uh, potions of, of underwater breathing. I, I have quite a few of those. How much do those? How much will those run us? How much do they? How long do they last? Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a potion of, of uh, underwater uh, breathing, well, of, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he'll like run over to a, a book and start flipping through it. Uh, uh, one hour, one hour. You drink this potion only an hour, and you can breathe underwater. I will par for them for uh, uh, um, seventy-five gold apiece. How many sips? One whole potion an hour. One whole like potion an gold? hour. Yes. Mm-mm. I, hmm, this might have been a question we should have asked before we left, but I turned to Valor. Um, I don't know if you're uh, super familiar with the Amberfell Mines, but how big are we talking here? Is this more than an hour's worth of traversing? I, it really depends on where the realm scar is. We won't know until we get close. Yeah. Maybe we just get a lot. And then... Yeah, or, sure, or, 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 how about this? And he'll go over to a, a scroll rack that has apparently collapsed under its own weight of scrolls. And they've just sort of rolled around on the floor at this point. And he'll start kicking through them and shuffling through and reaching down. And he pulls up a scroll. Ah, here, 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 here. Scroll of water breathing. Yes? 
Uh, you cast this spell, uh, you will, uh, up to 10 creatures you can see can breathe underwater for uh, 24 hours. Uh, that sounds like okay. this might be what we're looking for. Okay. Oh my God. Yes, 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 of course. Uh, of course, this is a, uh, a very useful spell. So um, having a scroll of this could be very useful if you need to be underwater for a while. So mm. I could part with it for uh, no less than uh, 500 gold. Mm -hmm. And Judah will say, well, that seems reasonable. And yeah, Tirza is also like, oh, it's okay to have some. Judah, let's not jump to conclusions here. <laughs> two, two absolute rubes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like based on what I know about the amount of money that we, we have collected here uh, between us, we do really want this thing. We want to help you out. We want to get rid of some of this stuff, some of this clutter. Gosh, I can't. It just keep, seems to keep piling up. Mm -hmm. the, the, the deliveries never end. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking can't be can't be more than between between all of us can't be more than three hundred. Sid, my boy, this is a a a. a, a decently high-level spell that has been written on a fine vellum with magical inks and uh, parchment oh, oh. by a wizard who has toiled for hours to create such a thing. Almatep, I I am totally understanding what you're, what you're saying to me now. I, I, I totally get it. This is a high-value item. But maybe instead of thinking of the value as the monetary value of this specific item, perhaps think about it as an investment into further purchases because once we save the valley business is going to start booming again and all of these all of this clutter will go away now don't you want that omatep oh i i i and he'll glance around nervously as though someone might overhear him and he'll say i would very much like that and when he says that there's another from somewhere off in the store Creaking problem. Need some magic WD forty. Yes, need something? to check the vents. It's very problematic. Anyway, I need you to uh, please buy the scroll. <laughs> we're, we're certainly trying, but yes, uh, and so I far could... you're not really making it easy for us. This thing is Me. worth a thousand gold easy, and I'm giving it to you for five hundred. Mm -hmm. Can we I could always give some information. Yes, yes, of course. You could trade information for this scroll here. This is something we do here, of course, is part of the transaction. He'll say up to nobody in particular. Elliot, what were you going to say? Is the scroll of water breathing, does it look distinct while it's still folded up or? He's clearly, he's unrolled it a little bit to read to see what it does. Okay, okay. So I wouldn't just be able to tell if there was, like, maybe another one on the ground as well. You'd have to start flickering through scrolls to... Any like... more rings pop up on that hand while I've been looking at it? None of water breathing. <laughs> it turns out there are a lot of different types of magical rings. Yeah. Anyone yeah. got really good sleight of hand? We could just swap out the scroll of contact other plane for that scroll of water breathing. 
do you I'm even have to, to keep that? <laughs> you see at least two other rings of mind shielding, like the one Grawl bought. You see mm-hmm. tons of rings that you don't know what they do. Like, the, I would say the vast majority of them, you have no idea what they do. As you well, don't have a ton I, of experience with magic rings. That's, that's true. true. Well, I suppose we can start with selling some information, and then we can resume negotiation, negotiations about the price of this scroll. Uh, Tirza, is there something you would like to sell? Yes, please, Tirza. You always have the best information in town. That's what she has, is the best information to sell here. He'll say again up at the ceiling. Do I see anything? Like, is anything looking Reaction. down at us from... No? No? Okay. Uh, yeah, I will sell... Oh, we were talking about this in the group chat. Um, I will sell uh, as much information as I can about the nature of the gods in triplicate without talking about the living gate. <laughs> well, that's right. Uh, so the lack of well, the lack of godhood, and that they are like uh, e- echoes or reflections of. God, yeah, that's that is yeah. true. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I do want to bring up the whole like Ozzy Dehaka is missing thing, um, for sure. Hmm. I'm also trying to remember what we've already sold. I mean, I've sold already that they're like the Jarshir weird. Space cultists, space, uh, you've talked about space cultists, uh, yeah. Cherish's heritage, you've talked mm-hmm. about Sid's heritage, mm-hmm. um, you've talked about Grawl's heritage to a limited extent. I mean, we can yeah. we could tell him that Asmodeus is hanging out with us for a little bit. Asmodeus has been in the valley. Asmodeus uh-huh. has been in this shop. Yeah, that is true. Do we want to admit to that? What if he doesn't react yeah, right. kindly to that? Yeah, we don't have to admit that specifically, but... Yeah. <laughs> we could say we have a personal contact with Asmodeus. We don't, though. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, sure we do. Sure yeah. we do. Yeah, it's yeah. contact other plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a personal um, line to Asmodeus. Yeah. God, do I want to talk about the Living Gate stuff? Noatep is looking at you eagerly, like, come on, you've got to have something. The problem is, Omatep, is you're not always super... Hmm. Hmm. I'm always so super. Yeah. Does anyone else have any information to sell while I'm deciding, I'm weighing the moral, uh... <laughs> uh... Implication. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Omatep, I'll tell you what you're super right now is uh, way more jittery than usual. What? Me? Jittery? No. Yeah, is everything okay? You clearly are. I am so okay, Sid. I am as okay as the okay corral. You wouldn't get that reference. Anyway. Things are so good, I just need to make some kind of sale as soon as possible. That would be great. 
Mm. Well, we're still hungry or something. And when you say that, Grawl, he will look at you like, stay on the or stay hungry, hey. <laughs> sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't speak abyssal. Sorry, that was celestial, but okay. Well, <laughs> see, down. I don't speak that either. Wouldn't know. Sure, surely I can convince you to buy something, anything. For a reasonable price. How about this? And he'll like reach into the pile of rings and pull out uh, an old brass ring. This is a ring that it um well it's it's very shiny and I will sell it to you for uh, fifty gold. <laughs> Don't have the stuff in here. Characters. <laughs> Uh, that's in case. I assure you, this ring is not cursed. See? And he'll put it on. And wait. See? Oh. It's perfectly fine. Eh? Go ahead and take it off. Takes it off. Sorry. 25 gold for this shiny, shiny ring. I don't need a random ring. 15 gold. Tell us the scroll for like 300 or something. I know what that does, so I can't. Wait, wait, so if you don't know what it is. Girl, shiny ring, 10 gold. (laughs) All right, fine. Here, here's 10 10 gold. Fine. (laughs) Oh, oh, there we go. One shiny ring for friend Grawl here. There you go. Wow, great. Super cool. Chuck it over my shoulder. Real nice ring. And when you I'll try to chuck later. it, you f- see that it's stuck to your finger. It turns. <laughs> no refunds, no returns. That's how it oh, works. <laughs> I was see? Going to... They have bought something. They can slow down now. Okay. And there's like an exhale, like a reverse groan. Wow, I love the ring. Oh, my tap. You... Are the worst. Anyways. Okay. Ah, sorry about that. Okay. Um, emergency passed. So, how can I help you, kids? I mean, we still need something for all seven of us to breathe underwater. Right, but- right, right. Okay. Wand of yeah. underwater breathing. I just need to look for it. Should have thought of that first. Easy enough. Um, I will also kind of like to Judah and Camion and Valor be like, do you guys have any money? And Judah will look down at the pockets he doesn't have. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wasn't really asking Judah. I was more being like polite. <laughs> Judah will uh, yeah, do that. Camion will kind of shake their head a little bit and Valor will shrug and pull up a coin purse that has, uh, well, looks like a fair bit of platinum in there. Oh, uh, okay. what I figured. Remember that bag? You were, you were just uh, gonna... 100 platinum that we had that one time? I it while we negotiated with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Valor say, will say, Gave it to orphans, Grawl. 
I, I know, I know, I know. I wasn't sure what was things. happening. I wasn't kind of following all of your lead on this one. So no, there's no no secrets that anybody has to has to sell. Is that the I, thing we can do here? Yes. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You know, for a good amount of money. You tell him because he doesn't really have any loyalties, but. There's loads of money. Okay. And Camion will let out a rough growl and stalk forward to Omatep as he's rifling through the, the wand pile. He will grab a wand and come up and go, Ha ha, yes, here, wand of water breathing as Camion approaches. Camion will grab them by the the scruff of his gi and pull him close and whisper something into Omatep's ear. And Nobody said you had to. Omatep will listen for a long moment, then his eyes will go wide, and he'll kind of lean away and look at Camion, and he'll say, Oh, um, that was obviously yes for in-store credit. Um, oof, I don't know. Uh, uh, Fifteen thousand, I guess. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. What? Cammy, do you want me to hold on to your store credit hey, for you? Hey, no, just... no. Secrets don't make friends, Cammy. Cammy will snatch the wand out of Omatep's hand and come marching back towards all of you saying, can we leave now? This is dumb. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. But before, before, because it's so stupid, you probably don't want that store credit. I'll, I'll keep track of it. I'm really good with numbers. <laughs> yeah. How much was this wand, Omatep? Uh, the wand, of course, has uh, multiple charges, can be reused quite a bit, so uh, I would say at least 2,000 gold. Okay. How many charges does it have? The wand of water breathing has three charges, and it can recharge every day at dawn if it is fully submerged in water. Yeah, that's only that's only three of us that gets water breathing with this with this thing. And uh, or no, 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 no. Sorry, Camion. it casts the spell yep. water breathing. Mm-hmm. Never mind. We're good. Well, we also, I mean. Do we want to inquire about something that can get us from one place to another very, very quickly? Yeah. As well as possibly yeah. some healing potions. And yeah, so what are you asking after? Um, Something that can get us to the Amberfell Mines quickly. Right, yeah. yeah. Basically, our travel time right now is four days. We would like to reduce that as much as possible. Okay. Uh, Traveling by land, talking about. It'd be great if we were just there, you know. All right. Well, if you're sure you don't need the folding boat, I mean, you never know. I mean, we have the store credit, so we could buy it. We don't. No. (laughs) I'm putting my foot down on that one. No on the folding boat. Camion will glance around and then growl at Omatep. Do you have anything that casts Wind Walk? And Omatep will say, Ah, uh, that is very specific. Um, yes, of course. I'm sure we could 
Check something down? He'll glance around and uh, go back over to the pile of scrolls and start rummaging. Ah, ah, yes, here, here, here we go. A scroll of Windwalk. Very useful, very powerful. You cast this spell, you and up to ten willing creatures you can see turn into a vaporous gas and can go flying through the air at 300 feet per round. For how long? Eight hours. Okay. Now okay. that's something. So. Excellent. All, uh, me being very good at math, but I let, I'll let you guys figure that out, how long it, it'll take to get there. You think we don't that know would... how many... F- Cut your travel time that down should... to, yeah, about a day. Yeah. Yeah. From four to one. All right. Well, that's a very, that's a very, very good item. Omatep, the door you summon, uh, that we summon to get here, right? Yes. Thank uh, you, by the way, for finally, you're the first customers I've had in uh, some time. I appreciate it. Screeching yeah, critical we, mass here. Yeah. Uh, noticeable. I uh, was wondering if uh, do we have to leave out of the same door, or can you open mm-hmm. that up somewhere else? I don't understand. We walked in uh, at uh, the what? A, like the war what were we calling that? Yeah, the war camp. We walked in at the war camp, right? Okay. Uh, I don't know where that we'll, is, but all right. Right. Okay. Uh, Damn. North of the Amberfell. Or, I guess... Yeah, north, north of Amberfell. Okay. Right. Uh, there's a town called Amberfell. Right, okay. Uh, That's what that yes. Amberfell is. Yeah. Yeah, Carl, okay. this... I I don't think you're going to get what you want here. The door All right, is well, directly connected to the ritual. I Fine. I'll. I won't. I won't push any further. Fine. I'll just what, let it go. What precisely is it you are asking, my friend? Can you open your? Do you have control over where you open the door? No. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Thank you. You're welcome. I think. Yes, and it no, was a. I, I don't exactly have control over where the door opens. That is up to the customer. They are always right. Unless they want to. Spell scroll for 300. I said they are always right. I did not say they are not always conniving bastards trying to cheat me out of money. Well, takes one to know one, Omatap. That's why we uh, love each other so much. Yes, indeed, my friend Sid. Yes, indeed. How much... uh, So it was, uh, Mike, it was a... Spell scroll of Windwalk? Yeah, uh, Camin would snatch that spell scroll out of his hand as well. Yeah. How much yes. for this? Uh, and Omotep will say, Oh, that is a very, very powerful magic. I could not part with it for any less than 6,000 gold. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And Camion will say, Fine. All right. Thank you, Omotep, so much. Are you sure there is nothing else I can be getting for you? With so many fine and wonderful magical items here. At Duskwalker Import and Export TM. You're saving the world. Who knows what you might need? Like I said, I don't know. Healing potions? Of course. I always have ample supply. Are we... Let me check the... 
bag of holding. We got rid of a lot of them because we healed all of the auger bears. Yeah. Right. That was full. Hmm. Could just say we want the remaining store credit in greater healing potions. healing potions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That'd yeah, be a lot. Precisely what Camion does. And cool. let me do some quick math there to see how much they get. So minus that. Minus that. Minus that. Divided by that. They get 11 potions of superior healing. Cool. Let's add it oh, to the list. And are they okay with me putting those in the bag of holding? Yes. And that's okay. and, so there's four in there now. No, that that was superior mm -hmm. healing potions as opposed to the greater that we had there. Correct. Oh, I didn't hear. Sorry, I didn't hear that we bought that Camion got superior. Yes. Yeah. So that heals you for eight d four plus eight. Eleven cool. superior healing potion. And Omotep will say you still have uh, 400 gold in store credit. Anything else I could uh, uh, get for you? Uh, some kind of... Uh, oh, here, we have a, a bag of tricks. Yes, you toss the little fuzzy things out to get animals. No? Okay. Um, got some... Uh, and Camion will stride over to the like racks with all the weapons, pull up a bundle of arrows, and say, I'm taking these. You have the rest <laughs> of the in-store credit. Yeah, I think we're just... Yeah, go. We're, we're in a hurry. Sort of in a hurry. And uh, Omotep will say, Ah, yes, the plus one arrows. You can, of course, yes, for 400. Those are all yours. <laughs> all right, we're good to go. Nobody else? Nothing? No no juicy tidbits of information? What your friend shared with me was uh, uh, certainly something. Um, oof. Yes, I'll definitely find some people interested in that. But, uh... Yeesh. The friend of yours, yeah? I assume Camion is still standing, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Camion's just staring yeah. daggers at him. Camion, Camion is great. No, I think we're good. Nothing, uh... Oh, like a uh, Grawl, you're always having problems with people invading your mind. You're still doing okay with that? Yeah, doing great. Don't need an amulet to stop people from scrying on you or no. make it so people can't uh, see you from a great distance or some kind of... How much? How much is that? Just again, how much is it? Oh, the apparatus of Qualish? I could not part with it for mm. any less than 10,000 gold. The... Is that what the big Gundam-looking thing is? No. No. Okay. No, also, you did say two thousand gold earlier. Oh, you must tablet. be mistaken. Yeah. Nope. Never. Nope. I, I actually am not um, uh, at all. Um, but that doesn't really matter because we don't want to buy it. So, um, if you if you are after the the Mage Bane armor up there, the big blue and white with the the fancy sword, uh, well, that is a pretty mm. penny. I couldn't part with it for any less than uh, three hundred thousand gold. Yep. Yeah, all right. That's good enough. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, mm, have a good day. 
Day, yes, I have those in here. If you want one, I could sell you one. One good day, fresh off the press. That's horrifying. Strange man. Yeah. And Judah would say, out of curiosity, how much would one of those, and Valor will just grab him by the shoulder and go, no, no, time to leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. You leave Duskwalker import and export to him? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Considering I can't find my character sheet that has my in-store credit amount on it. Tragic. I have no money to spend here. Does it Everybody, everybody has three magic items. Is that correct, or like attuned magic items? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, as what? a metagaming question, I have two. Yeah, you have two. Okay, yeah, I, I just have two as well. But I also I, have two. I have, I have one, just a ring. Could be, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have no, I have no, I can't think of any secrets I have to sell. So, oh. Pearl of Power and some other, some of those other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, before you walk out, Valor will have definitely been like glancing at a case near the the back of the store, near the sales counter, and you know that they contain all of the Ioun stones, mm. and uh, Valor will plop the bag of platinum that he's got and it'll spread out on the counter and he'll like point down at one and Omotep will go, oh yes, yes, very fine very fine, excellent choice, sir, excellent choice have that sized for you right away and Valor will walk away with no change, apparently from a sack full of what was probably close to a hundred platinum holy shit oh shit and walks away with a shiny, shiny Ioun stone. Why don't we do anything that pays? It's a very good question. You know? And yeah, you leave the uh, Duskwalker so, for next part team. V- Valor bought an Ioun stone for 100 platinum. Or very nearly 100 platinum, yes. That's all. Okay. I mean, there's... Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. There are lots of different kinds of Ioun stones. Yeah, that's true. Some of them are very silly. I'm trying to look at some of the legendary ones to try to guess. (laughs) Well, if he dropped nearly 100 platinum, that's only, like, probably a little under 1,000 gold. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, gosh. What I wouldn't... Uh, I will thank Camion as we're leaving and yeah. say to them, like, we we all rather get caught up in Omatep's particular brand of nonsense. So, uh, thank you for whatever you told him to cut through that. It's nothing. We just need to leave. Are you okay? (laughs) I'm fine. We need to leave. 
girl's already at the door. Yeah. 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 And you all troop out. You find yourselves in the... I mean, you have no idea if any time has passed in a a first. You kind of look around and you have no idea. You're looking down at your watch. You see it spin up and reassert itself back in reality, seemingly syncing up with some unknown source of time. And you will see that about two hours have passed. Well, considering the amount of time we'll save with uh, uh, with this new spell, I think it was worth it. So, are we just going to be vaporous gas while the next time happens? I mean... Well, the spell's duration, it doesn't just... Usually it doesn't just last that long. It can be dismissed by the caster. I'm not sure if that's how scrolls work, though. If you cast a spell with then, a scroll, the caster of the scroll has to maintain concentration. Yeah, okay. That's kind of what I figured. So, hopefully we're not in midair when that happens and they... Yeah. Or we could stop and rest and, you know... Uh yeah. Also, um, what what? How many times do we get to turn into vaporous clouds? I think it's if it's a spell scroll, it's just one time. Okay, so so we get six hours of flight time right now. How close do we get to it before we have to potentially turn back into ourselves, come down to the ground, and then hike the rest of the way because we can't turn back into clouds and normally the spell lasts for eight hours eight hours yeah i think we should do it the other way around so right so we have to wait one minute you could cover six thousand feet which is a little over a mile mile. for a mile but right and close enough yeah roughly 120 miles to the amberfell mines or at least the basic vicinity so what we walk first until this thing happens and then we get a full eight hours to to travel with vapors i think that's the best way to do it what i'm saying is with wind walk your travel time is like three hours Mm -hmm. oh it'd be three hours for the whole Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, that, oh. that's how I thought that math worked out. But then you, a, a day was what you said earlier, and I was confused <laughs> if I was misunderstanding. Yeah. Um. Well, then, yeah, we should go right now. Okay. Yeah, we we should. Do we ha- do we have everything we need? Everything. We're taking. Um, our, we're leaving Arbidon here, making sure he's good. Safe I mean, here. should we give instructions for? what everyone else is supposed to do while we're Valor will nod and say I thought we were supposed to coordinate somehow yes? Yeah 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 we were definitely supposed to do that though that was mostly to give cover I don't know that we'll need that if we're vaporous gas 
If we just leave, I'm not... There won't be anyone to rein in... The devils will be left to their own devices. As will the Jarashir. Same with the Jarashir. <sighs> yeah. I trust that the commanders of the Guardian Guilds do their best, but... The devils look to me, and I do not know who the Jarashir look to, besides, I'm assuming you, Tirza. Tirza will sort of, like, half, like, shrug one shoulder and say, I- I've... Yeah, I think I can get them to cooperate. I, I know I can get them to cooperate. Maybe. But if we need to leave right now... I mean, if we can get there in three hours, we can... I mean... But just because we get there, and Camion will step in and say, doesn't mean we'll be on top of the Realmscar. Right. Once we get to the mines, then we have to go into the mines. Yes. To find the Scar. And who knows how long that's going to take. Those hills are riddled with mine shafts that interconnect and intersect with each other. None of us are familiar with it. If we're playing it safe, it could take hours, if not days. And we don't know anybody who might have a map to the Again, the no. only maps that might exist are either at the foreman's offices at the mine or down in Emberfell, where the mining company headquarters was. How long's the distance between the mine and Emberfell? Roughly the same. Okay. From where you are to Emberfell mine to Emberfell itself is pretty much an equilateral triangle, honestly. Well, then it seems we need to collect some rations, give some orders, then head straight there. Game face. What are we telling everyone when we just leave? Because we're our, our, we're not intending to have them attack to draw anything out of the mines because that might just have more demons spilling out. Correct? Um, that is what we settled on? Okay. So then... I guess I'm I mean, struggling. Go ahead, Cherish. Oh. I mean, having everything kind of go business as usual, but slightly more coordinated, it just seems like it's in our best interest to have everyone on the same page about what we're doing so that 
so that this an increase of demons doesn't happen inadvertently. Mm -hmm. And it would be good for them to know because as soon as we're able to close the realm scar, then we know that no more demons will be coming out. So perhaps that's when the push should happen to try and kill as many as possible, as quick as possible. Valor will nod and say, I'll tell their commander of the devils that uh, we'll we'll inform him as soon as the rift is closed. Do you think if whatever's pushing through is going to notice when we start, I don't know, surrounding the realm scar, all the demons are going to rapidly retreat to come and stop us? Hopefully we... I mean, it doesn't take a lot of time for us to close the rift. No, but I'm saying if if for some reason they start retreating, yeah, they're not just going to give them hell. Otherwise, we're going to be screwed. Yeah. Also, the lot of us aren't necessarily the stealthiest, so getting Uh, in there without drawing attention might be challenging. Yeah. Uh, What are you talking about? These are all things that we may not be able to do anything about at the moment, but... What is our escape plan, by the way? Do we ever have an escape plan? When do we ever have an escape plan? You know, I'm just trying to think ahead at this point. I'm just just trying to cover some bases that we don't normally think about. Right. Just don't think that it's feasible to think of an escape plan right now, unfortunately. I, I... Other than, I mean, we could teleport out. I could teleport us. Well, I mean, it would take, it's a ritual. Like, it it takes some time. It takes some doing, but I could teleport us back to Fort Verge. Better than nothing. Not all of us, actually. I don't think. Uh, Teleportation Circle can get you and seven others, I want to say. Is it seven? I thought it was five. Yeah, I thought it was eight total, including the caster. I thought it was 65. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm so That's it. That's it. Right there. Listman got it. 365. That's, that's my favorite worst. Listman voice. Um, yeah. Um, Last around. So it's as many people as you can get through it in a round. So that could be mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah, we just have to like run into it. Mm-hmm. We all hold hands. Yeah, a shimmering portal opens within the circle you drew and remains open until the end of your next turn. Any creature okay. that enters the portal instantly disappears. So, so long as you book it through after you've cast it, then as many creatures as you want can try to get through. Sweet. Yeah. It doesn't right. really help the people down here, us <laughs> bamfing up to Fort Verge, but, you know. If we stop the demons from coming out, then we've done more than anyone has in the months of fighting. That's true. And maybe we'll come up with something better later, but that's a good plan for now. Yeah, when our plan inevitably backfires, uh, and we have to improvise as we usually do. Pretty much always what happens. Then the opportunity will present itself and we will seize it. 
So, shall we? Uh, so they're going to split up and contact uh, individuals? I suppose so. Okay. So, oh boy. Valor then... is going to head off. Camion will accompany I... him and we'll head oh, towards okay. the Never infernal mind. camps. Never mind. No? Yes? Maybe? If I was going to ask Valor if I could go along with him, but if Camion's going to go, then that's a moot point. That was me just abstracting a decision. I could absolutely... Uh, Camion might shoot you a look before asking. Valor, is it alright if I come with you? And that will make Valor stumble for a moment. Um, but he'll nod and say, uh, if, if, if you want. There's some things I'd like to talk to you about. In a somewhat, uh, bitterly funny version, uh, or, uh, inverse of. <laughs> uh, of course. Before. Um, Camion will hand off the spell scroll to. I mean, it would either be Cherish or Grawl. Give me, give me, give me that scroll. Because give me, give me, give me. unfortunately, it is really difficult to cast a spell off of a scroll if it's from a class that isn't yours. And as Windwalk is a druid only spell. You need your best odds at actually being able to cast it in the hands of a pure caster. So, Cherish? Uh, mm, that's fine. You can do it. Okay. I think I'll... either of you would probably have the best chances. Yeah. I'll I mean, do it. I mean Don't worry, guys. I'll do it. You Grawl's... know, and I think Sid and... should probably do it. Well, and I guess this is also kind of metagamey, but Grawl's charisma stuff is... Is that just checks, or would it affect spellcasting, too? It's just... Uh... Skill checks. Oh, okay. I mean, I have the bag of holding. I'll just yeah, just hold it. There. Just hold it. I'll forget about it, anyways. I'll mix it up with the other scroll too. Yeah, it'd be real awkward if you tried to contact other planes. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah. But I would have figured it out eventually. Might get some interesting answers. Depending on who I talked Depending to. Depending yeah. on who you contacted. Yeah. Uh, and but Camion will hold on to the wand. So we'll kind of water breathing. Yeah. Or... Um. What is everybody else? Tirza will kind of give uh, like. Tirza will kind of give a concerned look to Cherish, and then like, uh, her gaze goes to Valor and just gets like, flat and. Unimpressed is probably a, a mild way of putting it. Just like don't the the fucking I'm fucking watching you, buddy. Uh, and then she will like give a low kind of whistle, and Carrie will just walk out of and come up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she's just been chilling around the camp. Yeah. Uh, and Tirza will say, uh, I'm, I'll head out. 
to the Jarashir camp. Do you need help? Or are you good? I, I'm fine. Okay. Where are we meeting after we talk with our various people? Do we have a meeting point? We're just going to meet back here? Uh, we could meet at the tent. The, the, or I meant our the one that we were sleeping in last mm-hmm. night. The one that's all... The half-burnt tent? Yeah. It's a pretty sure. decent landmark. Yeah. Sounds good, Judah will say. And Camin will agree. Okay. Everyone who stays here should probably figure out supplies for all of us if we need anything else. Judah will handle that. Okay. Okay. I'll head out. Okay. Turns carry and leaves. Sid, Grawl, what are you up to? After you, Sid. I mean, I was just gonna head back. I got, <laughs> I got nothing. I feel, I guess, useless in this specific scenario. I don't know. Um, yeah, kind of similar, but I have an idea for something, but it does not help us or anyone right now. So you have an idea that doesn't help anyone. Yeah, which is mo- yeah, most of my ideas. Is it, is it reading? Are you just going to read the whole time? <laughs> no, I didn't actually think about that. So that's what I might do. Thank oh, you for your lovely <laughs> suggestion, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not Got 100%. You. I did not even think of that. Yeah, I'm going to... Just look at some reading in. Okay. Yeah. While you are sitting around the half-burned tent, uh, Grawl getting some reading done, Camion is nearby, uh, kind of checking the arrows that they just bought. Judah's requisitioning supplies. Tears has ridden off to the Jarashir war camp, and Cherish, you are accompanying Valor on his hellish motorcycle back up to the Infernal Fortifications. There is a strange stillness as you're all parting ways for the first time, or maybe not for the first time, but the first time you remember for the first time that's noticeable there's a lull in the cannonade coming from the north it's a abrupt and eerie sort of silence the lack of battle sound is noticeable once you pick up on it Starts back up soon enough, but for that brief moment, there is a quiet that 
rolls across the war front here. You can hear even a most distant, subtle sound that might have been drowned out by the war noises. Snap of a tree in the distance. Someone coughing nearby in the camp. Low conversation of nervous people. Cherish most of that is drowned out by the the low whine of the hellish motorcycle. The subtle screaming of damned souls coming out of the engine. That silence is perhaps unheard by Tirza as the dull thud of reindeer hooves propels her forward and back towards the camp of her people. And Sid... A voice in your head says, Is this a good time to talk? Uh, yeah. I don't mean to intrude, of course, but, uh, I, where precisely are you right now? Oh, God, like... Longitude and latitude? I have no fucking clue. Gotta check in with Dad. Okay, Jesus. Um, Call me. (laughs) I'm like in the middle of a war, Dad. Are you going to be home for dinner? Yes or no? We just we we need to know. (laughs) We're setting the table. We're setting the table. Uh, I am. I'm not even in the Jarshir camp. I'm in the no man's land in between. I am. Yeah, I, I say say as such. I am in the no man's land in between Fort Verge, the Amberfell Mines, and Amberfell. I don't have a specific location. What's up? What do you need? Uh. Oh, um... Nothing in, in particular, I suppose. Just letting you know that uh, reinforcements are on the way. Just was wondering if you're in the middle of all of this mess. Uh, I mean, yes, yes. I uh, there's not currently what? combat explosion. No, I know. No, I know. <sighs> yes, I'll tell it. All right, thank you. I'm sorry. Sorry, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yes. Over here, too. What were you saying? Uh, I don't... Darren says hello. Okay. How's... So Empire Scales dead. (laughs) Mostly dead. Has Darren... Has Darren... Have you all heard about uh, Stormhaven? scant rumors we've come straight from Fair Aemsir gathered what support I could and we went straight through the teleportation network to the circle beneath Oh, beneath gotcha, for Verge. Oh, oh, okay. We've only just arrived. Okay. Um, 
you're going to need to talk to some people then. Um, the oh, where are my notes here? I would get in contact with Hexia Cobseed. Um, and what was the other one? No, is in the camp near you. You're right. Who is in charge? Um, up at Fort Verge, nobody at, at that point. Not really. There were some commanders up there. Um, last you saw, the commander of the Edge Masons was there, Balthazar Brightheart. Balthazar Brightheart. Okay. Well, you will certainly find Balthazar Brightheart at uh, Fort Verge. However, um, as I'm sure you'll discover very soon, uh, it is mostly filled with refugees from the South. Um, not a lot of action is happening up there. Um, are you planning on heading South? I think that was our intention. Yes. Once we'd marshaled our forces, it's slow going, getting everyone through the teleportation circle. Okay. Okay. Well, once you get down South, um, let's see. Let me take a look at the map here. Um, there are, I kind of give them the lowdown. There are two camps. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot to explain here. Um, we've got the, the, oh gosh. You attempt to explain everything? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've given... Uh, Lucidian, the, the, the rundown. He'll yeah. let out a low whistle. And again, this is all happening. The voice is just coming into your head. And as you're speaking out loud, you are looking around and Grawl is just talking to himself. Oh, finally, welcome to the club. <laughs> you too? Yeah. It's like Aaron. Do you need a ring too? Who are we talking to? You don't have to tell me. It's fine. I'm reading. I'm mostly ignoring girl. Um, is definitely giving you a, a little bit of a weird look, though. Yeah, yeah, I definitely give him the lowdown on sort of what we're 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 going to be heading in a small elite group um, to the Amberfell Mines, and we're going to um, close the portal like we did up at Ferrams here. Um, but um, once you get to the south, I would. Get in contact with he uh, Hexia Cobseed and Balakwa uh, Balakwa uh, of the uh, of the Wardens, um, and perhaps they can fill you in on sort of a coordinated uh, effort that we are going to be making once the rifts are closed. Well, all right then. Um, you're heading there now. And very, very soon. Yes. We don't have much time. There's we never no, do. You, there's no way you can delay, perhaps. By how much? We have six hours. Several days, perhaps. Give us time to get down there, give you help. I don't know if we can delay that much. The old mage has been 
barely able to contain what is coming through this rift. Very well. Um, I, I wish you the best of luck then. Well, since you got everybody down here... I wouldn't say everybody, but I, I've well, gathered I, who I can. I didn't expect everybody. Damn. It's already more than I expected. Uh, yeah, uh, I will be in contact with you as soon as we get back, and we can figure out what is to be done next, because apparently... Stormhaven is a giant smoldering crater, and I need to get back there very soon. Right, of course. Um, I will be in touch then, once we've gotten word. I'll be able to contact you in the same way that I'm doing now. It's a... Well, it's the rings. Oh! the And the, uh, the ring that he offered... Oh, okay. That's how it's done. Okay. Good to know. Well, uh, thanks. Thank you. That didn't sound sincere. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. I will. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking the communication now. Okay. Right, and then there's nothing. All right. And I look over at, like, I don't know if anybody's looking at me. Cammy and Def. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, we wa I watched this. What? Who are you talking to? Yeah, spill it. Talking to myself. What's it to you? No, no, no. Uh, you don't talk to yourself like that. I've watched you plenty. You don't talk to yourself like that. It, what, what is Stormbeard it? Stormbeard will say, not without a mirror anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Nailed it. Roasted. By your own sword, too. It's awesome. Stormpiercer, who is he talking to? As soon as I close this, can you, can, do you know Stormpiercer? I don't know, but uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. It was Phineas Finebrook. Oh, my no, good, that's good a good friend. one. I think, yep, that probably was it. We were conspiring <laughs> against you, Grawl. Plotting oh, your demise, your downfall. The twist. <laughs> I don't have time for your shenanigans, Sid. Mm -hmm. so well, I don't even want to talk to you about nothing. Nothing. Camion will look at you seriously and just say, it wasn't the old mage, right? No. Okay. Then I really we have we have received reinforcements from Ferris here, apparently. Oh. How's Darren? Uh, alive. I, yeah, that's good. Mm. He's doing fine. Ah. <sighs> So who's coming to reinforce us? Grawl, as soon as you say that, you hear a voice in your head. 
God damn it. That says, Arrived at Fort Verge, coming through with reinforcements from Fair Aemsir. Learned some about demons. Need to tell you all that they aren't hurt by fire. And whatever you do, No, 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 Etsuko, you beautiful, beautiful baby. Sid. You brilliant idiot. I love it. Sid, can I borrow your pocket watch? No. Cameron, can I borrow your pocket watch? No. You'll have to attune. Can one of you send a message for me? It's really, really important. Like, really important. Life or death. Uh, I actually can't. I sent a message to the old mage earlier. So, All right. looks like you're up, Camion. Camion, my, my message favorite. this morning when I attuned to my watch to make sure that Zeller was alright. Oh, Where's Arbidon? Strike and a miss. We used Arbidon's last night, didn't we? Uh, but we did, but that was last night. That was not today. Arbidon! Arbidon! are bickering with each other, We'll pull away from this camp as tears arrive south, cherish and valor ride north. Somewhere beneath Fort Verge, Etsuko is cocking her head as all she hears in response to her sending is Grawl asking desperately after a pocket watch. <laughs> Grawl doesn't know how to do it at all. <laughs> Grawl, I don't think Grawl's ever done it before. In the Riftkeeper's sanctum beneath Fort Verge, Lucidian Lyodon, with Darren Dunn standing nearby, Etsuko as well, look on as a, a shimmering rent is being held open in a teleportation circle beneath the fort by a small gnomish figure whose beads of sweat are gleaming on his uh, sunshine yellow uh, frock coat as he holds a little knife in front of him and is weaving it from side to side in a fashion that Sid might recognize. The student has become... <laughs> as more and more folk of Fair Ames here pour into the sanctum beneath the fort. And I think it is there that we are going to leave tonight's episode of Material Components with war plans aplenty and a direct line to Amberfell Mine now in your grasp. But time is perhaps short as many forces are at work and the great evil himself is more than a little aware of what you are all doing and what you've been up to. And precisely the extent of his machinations remains to be seen. But as always, you can find us on Twitter at MKGregoni. Nope, at MattcomRPG. That's the first one that I meant to say. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. I was hearing from all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. 
Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, you can also support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis, where I make illustrations of the RPG variety and many others. Um, I mean, like, Hasmund Days could have, like, helped, but instead he decided to be a dick, which, like, I get it, but come on. That is kind of There's his still whole time. thing. There's still time. That was just introductions. Super. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, better you can for find... him. Yeah. It's kind of a win-win situation for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CryoutOlivia. Uh, wow. Everything happens all the time, always. Yep. Uh, come hang out and talk to me about it. Things are getting good, y'all. I love this. <laughs> Certainly ramping up. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Redimus. Um, yo, everyone, what do I what do I text back? What do I text back? <laughs> Talking to a girl. I don't know how to do I... that. I don't know how to do that. What do I what do I say? What do I say? Help. Start with that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Help. Hey, girl. What up? Help, please. <laughs> It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> Three exclamation points. You look nice today. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's like, how does he know? Um, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, and instead of uh, looking for me on social media, you don't have to do that. I'm not really there, so it's fine. Uh, I would really, really appreciate it. And I know that everybody else in this podcast really appreciate it if you rated and reviewed our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it. As Mike says every week, um, we really appreciate hearing from you guys. And just because we say it every week doesn't mean we're just like, we really do mean it. And uh, and it's really, really great to to see what you guys think of the show. Um, and uh, yeah, so... When you do, uh, we will be happy to give you a, a nice little treat. Uh, if you include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the review, we will put that name in this campaign. No matter how silly, no matter how stupid, no matter how great the name is, it could be any of those things. We will put it in there. It's true. Because Mike is a mad genius, and he is not afraid to put silly names into things, as I'm sure you're all aware. Yeah, uh, Master Blizz Fizzle Nozzle would love to. Agree yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we are swiftly ticking along this campaign. I have told my players this outside of the game and uh, probably should say something uh, in this context as well. But uh, I think we are va- quickly approaching the end of at least this chunk of the campaign. Um, yeah, if, uh, the arrival of Asmodeus himself wasn't a, uh, indicator that, uh, mm-hmm. things have taken a turn, uh, towards the epic, then I don't know what is. I thought As you were going to say for the Mike- worse. <laughs> <laughs> he did, well, he didn't say for the better. He did not say for as, the better. 
as Mike has been saying to us, the players off camera, shit's about to pop off. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it is. Verbatim. Uh, and when it does, you'll know it. Uh, because when it does, you can find me on Twitter at MKGergoni and say, oh, hell, shit just popped off. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be getting a lot of, what the fuck, Mike? And I live and breathe for that response. <laughs> As do We're, all gonna We're all uh, gonna die. And of course, uh, you can find our good, good friend Omatep at his shop where he desperately needs to make some sales. Uh, and on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN. Because uh, even when his shop is about like a hair's breadth away from revolting against him because he hasn't made any sales, he is, of course, an important NPC. I will say as a quick uh, housekeeping note that uh, for any of you who listen to this podcast on uh, Google Music Player, uh, that service is quickly becoming kaput, something I just found out. Um, And uh, you can resubscribe over at the new Google Podcast app, which is a thing now. Um, And you can subscribe and review us there as well. Um, also, I g- don't know if this has worked just yet, uh, because I don't own an Alexa product, but I did all the proper paperwork and said it, the submission went through that we should be on all Amazon, uh, podcasting services. So if you happen to have an right. Alexa in your home and you say, play material components podcast, I assume <laughs> we're going to start playing in your ears. I don't, oh I can't God. confirm that, but that's what I've been told. Soon we'll house. be in your home. Fill yeah. our, your house with the sound of our beautiful voices. <laughs> and have your yeah, Alexa you judge wait. you ever so mildly. It's fine. They don't care. Uh, but yes, of course, thank you all so much for listening. No matter where you listen to us on, uh, no matter what it is, I appreciate it. So thank you. Yes. And as always, the world is chaos. So please be kind to one another. Please. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. We love you. I was literally about to say that. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.